decision. At Wink and Wink, we give our clients our cell phone number, and we work hard to get back to all of our clients timely so that they're as comfortable as they can be when they go through a process that we know is not very comfortable. Call 888-NOW-WINK or winkandwink.com. Ace Radon wants to help you and your family with every breath you take with our indoor air quality services. Indoor air pollution is the number one environmental risk to our health. Indoor air is three to five times more polluted than outdoor air. Hi, I'm Jeff Gord, the owner of Ace Radon. There are several radon measurement devices available today, but you don't want to trust your health to an improperly calibrated do-it-yourself gadget that may render misleading results. Instead of wasting your money, trust a radon test performed by an Ace Radon certified professional. If you have radon, we can help you take the right steps to clear the air you, your family, and your pets breathe. Hire the experts at Ace Radon to have your home tested for radon. You'll breathe easy knowing your home is safe from the deadly effects of radon. Race to Ace Radon. KKSE Parker Denver Home of the Nuggets Home of the Avalanche Altitude 950 Denver's All Sports Station Yeah baby A lot of football Live from Training Camp 2018 Altitude 950 is on the case Presented by Honda Power Sports The Urology Center of Colorado And Brandon Company Let's go, let's go, let's go, run the hit And the Vic Lombardi Show starts now 3-2 High fly ball to deep left field This one may have a chance And it is gone The Rockies take the lead 5-4 On a towering home run from Nolan His 29th of the year how huge is that? Huge. How huge? Uh, it saved the Rocky season. That's how huge. And that is not, ladies and gentlemen, hyperbole. Welcome to the Vic Lombardi Show. Shortly after 7 a.m. on this beautiful Monday morning as we're back in studio. No uh, Broncos training camp today. Fellas have the day off. We'll be back at it tomorrow morning bright and early from Dove Valley as we welcome the usual suspects. James Manchester Marillette. Hi, James. Hi, Victor. How are you? H.W., who is... Dude, what do you do to your pens, by the way? Look at that pen. I know. It's disgusting. What do you do? It really is disgusting. Like, like if you ever need to borrow a pen nope. on this show, never go to H.W. Look at what you did to that. Yeah, I kind of bit it, destroyed that, it a little Is that a bit. nervous tick? Yeah, but it's always been a thing I've done. You didn't I, I, eat, I, eat I, I've always inanimate told objects. you don't want my pen. You didn't... Bite it. No, like, no. You, like, devour yeah, the tip of that pen. But this isn't just this morning. This has been in my backpack for weeks. That's disgusting. I won it in a meeting. <laughs> <laughs> you just threw it right back in your face. I uh, won it in our rah-rah meeting yeah, on uh, Friday. A little bit of trash yes, talk for you. I did. Uh, we have a lot to get to this morning. I, I can't wait for this interview coming up. Uh, what time is Robert Klemko? 9.15. If you haven't read the article yet, I would do so. Sort of a... Uh, Homework assignment before you hear the presentation itself. Robert Klemko wrote a revealing uh, look back article at Ray Lewis, and um, he dropped it the day before the Hall of Fame ceremony. I watched the entire Hall of Fame ceremony. My hot take coming up later, but the uh, the article centered around whether or not uh, the Hall should have even allowed Ray Lewis entrance based on his history and the death of those two young men in Atlanta years, many years ago. Uh, the involvement that Ray Lewis had and why no one in the media has followed up on that story. Now, I'm going to have a counter uh, question for Robert. I, 
I'm not all in his corner on this. I, I really believe it's the job of the media and the journalists to push and prod and represent people. I get it. But if the court of public opinion and the court of law, if the court of law says it's a done deal, then who are we to say it's not? Uh, I would agree with you on that front. And it's a, it's a touchy subject. And, you know, to be honest with you, the head coach here in town falls into the same category. Vance Joseph. You can make a case about anybody and everybody about with, stuff like with this. With his history in Boulder, I, I guess on that one, I fall into the same category of, well, okay, the, the legal system dealt with it. Yeah. Do I just continue to badger him for year after well, year I, after I, year after I mean, year? I don't know. I'll it's, take, I'll take the biggest case going. It, OJ. I mean, we know OJ was guilty. We know this. The legal system said no, he's fine. The legal system let him off. Yes. And Badger's not even the word for him. Badger's not even the word. It, it, it will go down when he goes down. He, he will always be guilty in the eyes of many. But who are we if the legal system screwed us, screwed, screwed the people, I guess? Is it our job to make that right? No, well, it's innocent until proven guilty, and then in the case of OJ, he was found innocent. So, uh, but does that mean everybody's supposed to embrace him? He should get his job back at NBC and put on his Bruno Mollies and start no, reporting from no, the sideline. No, no, because you know that's a private enterprise; they have the right to deny anybody employment. But I'm saying from a media perspective, when do you stop badgering? Well, Ray Lewis pled guilty to obstruction of justice and a double murder. That's yes. a pretty serious charge. You're exactly right. But the league didn't suspend him. He was allowed to come so, back and so, play. Well, and Let Clemco, me get Clemco says he's looking for answers for the victim's families. Okay, that's fine. But if the victim's families are doing it on their own, okay, if they're looking for answers, if the legal system is doing it on its own, if the teams are looking for answers as well, otherwise, if you're a team, would you employ somebody that you knew killed two people? Would you? The Baltimore Ravens I mean, decided if that you he was knew, worthy of employment. If the owner of the team, if the general manager, if Ozzie Newsom knew that he killed two people, would you employ him? No, but okay. do, do, wait so, a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, just real quick. Does anybody actually accuse him of being the killer? Like he was, he pled guilty to obstruction of justice, which is essentially hiding evidence. Accusation is he knew exactly what went down. That is, okay. that's different than he was the killer. All right, I mean, fine. Whatever, whatever it is, if he passes the legal test, and he passes the private institution test. What, how many pa- how many tests does he have to pass before we we stop badgering him? I'm, I'm just curious. I would agree with you. I, I, I know Blanco was just looking for a comment. I mean, Ray could have easily said to Robert, you know, tell them I'm very sorry for yeah. their loss. Yes. And then it would have been a done issue. Oh, I totally get it. I don't think there's anything wrong with the way he he approached it. I get it. But at what point does it end? Ray what told if Clemco, somebody else. I'm praying for you and made the PR run him out of the locker room. I totally agree. Yeah. It's. It's ridiculous when you consider all Ray had to do was acquiesce to one guy exactly. and say, sorry, that's it. That's all he had to do. Well, but when does, I'm just saying, what if the next guy comes in and takes it a step further? And then the next guy. No one had the, and then the next no one guy. had the spine like Clemco. That's why I'm excited to have but him on. Is, is He's that, the only one who has been willing to do it. And, and I can't wait to talk to Robert because I love his stuff, but is that spine? Is it spine? It's journalism. Is it journalism? Is it, is is it, it like, uh, is it, I'm, I'm just, what is, uh, hey man, some stuff went down at Dove Valley. I want to talk today. I'm going to spend three hours. What is journalism? What what is it? What we what do we do? Is what we do on talk radio journalism? Because I'm contending. Tell you, I'm going to tell you right now. This ain't nothing close to journalism. Let me ask brother. you guys this: When did Klemko ask him this question and get ushered out? The year they won the Super Bowl, the Raheem Moyer. He walked into the locker room thereafter. So it's yeah. A dozen years after the incident. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. So that would, to me, be the equivalent of going down to a press conference and in, in asking Vance Joseph about the accusations in Boulder. Is that journalism or is that trying to make the story about you? Some would argue, and again, I'm playing the other side, if some journalist never went back and asked about the rape allegations at Michigan State, that those stories would have never come out. Fair point. Now, some, it, some, some may ask, if some journalist didn't pursue the Penn State story, that story may have never come out. Fair point. But it, 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 Vance, Vance Joseph's introductory press conference, I can see asking the question. If you were just down there now at a random Tuesday practice after training camp tomorrow, it feels a little badgering to me. But Klemko sought Ray out on a private issue. He talks about in the article how he didn't do it in a press conference for that exact reason. It's an he outstanding article. On a okay. you, you have to read the piece, read the piece, and then again we'll revisit it at 9.15 with Klemko. Let's go. Big news right now. What are the headlines? The big story we're following this morning. What caught everyone's attention? <laughs> the big news right now. Brought to you by Johnson Auto Plaza, where first-time buyers become lifetime customers every day. What he's produced this year, oh, just one ground ball double play. Maybe this is two. Good feed there. Back to first. Safe. They're going to challenge. But he's just come out. He said, we, we want to take a look at it. He wants to make sure that Scope stayed on the base. Pay attention. Oh, gets to the bag, finds it. All right, let's see where that's in his glove. That's in his glove. Left hand's not on the bag. The right hand from that vantage point. Yeah! Out, ball game over! (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Do you hear Spilly? Spilly, who was that? Uh, Howard Dean? Was that his name? Who yeah. Was, yeah that, did he sound a little bit like Howard Dean? <laughs> In the background? Such a terrible call. <laughs> not the, not well, from an announcing standpoint, from an umpiring standpoint, an awful call, but think, we'll take it. You think he was safe? I don't think you can overturn it. Yeah. Like, it was a I thought it was too close. Difference. I totally agree with you. Yeah, I thought it was way call. too close. You know close. what was amazing, though? O, catching the ball... That ball should have been in the Brewers dugout in the game is tied. Very athletic play. That by was own. a hell of a play. Very athletic. Let alone well, that he got the out. From beginning to end, guys, uh, the Rockies win, right? They, they snap their losing streak. One of the craziest games I've ever seen. Certainly one of the craziest games this season. A game that, in my opinion, saved the Rockies season. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me if they lose again, if they completely implode the way they had done the three previous games, if they lose in that manner yesterday, I think season's over. I would agree. They saved it. Next. Well, it was a tough week, uh, hard fought. And, uh, you know, I told the guys after the game, I said, Hey, man, it's, you know, it's, it's going to continue. It's going to be, it's going to be tough, man. Winning games, uh, you know, it sometimes can be challenging. Sometimes, uh, they come in a lot of different ways, but, you know, today was a good win. And I think it showed, you know, what this team is all about. And we've been talking about that. You know, I, I don't want to continue to say, you know, how much, uh, you know, I think of our guys' resolve, but I think it showed today. You're darn right it's going to be tough because the schedule does not ease up at all. Winning teams one after another coming into town. Pittsburgh this week, followed by a four-game, crucial four-game set against the Dodgers, and then another two against Houston. At Houston, followed by four more in Atlanta. All winning teams. Just trot them out there. The Pirates aren't any good. Come on. But they're a winning team is all I'm saying. They are. They're, they're a winning They're 57 team. and 55. They've Technically, won more. Correct. Guess who else was very close to being a mediocre team? St. Louis. And they took three out of four from the Rockies. Here they are. Here they are. August the 6th after losing five of seven on the road in excruciating fashion. And the Rockies are only two games out of first. It's amazing. 
We got Bill Musgrave, he's a great offensive coordinator. I mean, we used to hate going against him. We used to call him Mad Scientist. So, when yeah, when he was in Oakland. So, uh, I mean, they 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 got a great offense. It fits Case well. He has great weapons. I don't see why they can't average thirty. I love my man Chris. I love my man Chris. But if they average thirty, it'll be the biggest turnaround in NFL history. Oh, the Mad Scientist. I if they, if they, I can't wait. Save that clip for when he gets fired after week eight. You talking about Billy Moose? <laughs> yeah. The mad scientist. We hated going against him when he was in Oakland. And then yeah, they're going to average 30? That game they put seven on you? you what guys a, what think a mad I speak scientist. Hyperbole? Who put a microphone Good in front of Chris reason. Harris? This is training camp. I've warned you guys. Oh. You're going to hear crazy things during training camp. Why do you sound surprised? Meanwhile, Vance Joseph, very impressed with Chad Kelly. Is he the third or second string quarterback at this point? Hey, Chad looked good. He made two touchdowns within five plays. So, um, yeah, he looked good. Does he get two reps at some point, or how does that, how do you want to factor that in? It have not happened yet. It could happen in the future. Chad Kelly was the star of the scrimmage yesterday, in case you didn't know. Talk about absolutely saying nothing. It hasn't happened yet, but it could happen in the future. Uh, Thanks, BJ. Last year's Broncos draft, not exactly a marquee draft. It was a bad draft. Safe to say? Yeah. Horrible draft. Definition of bad. John Elway with uh, our boy James Palmer on the NFL Network regarding that draft. I think we learned a lot from last year. You know, anytime you lose eight in a row, it's it's a long stretch and it was tough. And so, and we're not used to doing that. And, and so, I think what we did is we learned about last year. And, and what we wanted to do is we figured, you know, a locker room had to get a little stronger. And I think that, you know, when you lose eight in a row is when you really need a lot of leadership. You need more leadership when you lose eight in a row, when you lose eight in a row than you do when eight in a row. Because you, you have to have some guys in that locker room that are going to pull it out of the nosedive. And we just couldn't get that done last, last year. And so we really felt like we had to strengthen that locker Lock them a little bit with some some team leaders, and uh, you know, so far we've been able to do that. They're still young, but uh, you know, they're working their way in, and really feel good that uh, we've strengthened that locker room. Well, um, you do have to have leaders, and they can't just come on one side of the ball. And the one thing, the one flaw with the Broncos the previous two years, all the leaders were on defense. Yeah, I'll give Elway credit for this. He he admitted they made a mistake, and he changed his ways. Uh, that's not an easy thing to do, so I'll tip my cap at, at, at him for that. Because it would have been very, very easy yeah. to just keep doing the same thing and sure. stubbornly admit or insist that you're correct. So kudos to Elway for that. Jared in Highland Ranch, uh, Highlands Ranch with this text. Rockies only face one losing team on the schedule the rest of the way. San Diego. That's it. Both the Dodgers and D-backs have five-plus series against teams with losing records. So if the Rockies make the postseason, they're going to have to do it the hard way. Okay, but... For just some clarification here, there's a grand total of four teams in the National League with a losing record. It's impossible to avoid the winning teams. I mean, it's San Diego, Cincinnati, New York, and Miami. Everybody else has a winning record. And by the way, hold on. Is he right? Are the Nationals winning or losing? They're 57 and 54. Okay, so they're three games above. There's a bunch of teams right around 500. All right. So that, therefore, it looks much worse than it is. But there's four bad teams and everybody else is middle of the pack. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. It's 714 Monday morning. Piping hot takes coming right up. And then we're going to Washington, D.C. to take back the White House. Rapids, the Nuggets, the Avalanche, and Denver's best sports talk all day long. Let's go, let's go, let's go! Denver's all-sports station. Altitude 950.
Josh Dover here, and I wanted to ask you, do you have what it takes to be on TV or on the radio? How about online or a social media influencer? Maybe a YouTube star. The Colorado Media School produces their own original content every week, and they're looking for new talent to be the next stars of their original programs and shows. The Colorado Media School will be hosting casting calls for potential students to be featured in and work hands-on with their production and media professionals. Contact them now, 303-937-7070. It's 303-937-7070 to set up your casting call to become a media professional today. You can star in original programming airing on multiple platforms or start working on your own show right away. The Colorado Media School makes it easy with everything you need right there in the on-campus studios. What are you waiting for? The time to be a star is now. These casting calls can fill up fast, so don't hesitate to call 303-937-7070. That's 303-937-7070. The Colorado Media School, located in Lakewood. Darren College, a former NFL Super Bowl champion, signed the most important contract of his life to serve in the Army National Guard. National Guard for me was a perfect fit. I've had a lot of military in my family. It's a big part of what uh, my family's done for a long time. I'm, I want to go out there and make a difference. I want to be a part of something bigger than myself. I didn't find that in the normal day-to-day life. I didn't find that working behind a desk. I realized being hands-on and being a soldier was something that would keep me active, keep me outside, keep me in the, that team environment that I craved and that I needed so much. And then the opportunity to serve my community, serve my country, it was just icing on the cake. I wanted to be in Boise, Idaho. I wanted to be home. The National Guard gave me the opportunity to stay right where I was, to serve my country and my community, and it was the best of both worlds. I grew up flying bush planes in Alaska with my dad. I was fortunate enough to get my pilot's license. I wanted to be in helicopters. I wanted to be a crew chief. The Army National Guard gave me a chance to fly helicopters now instead of fixed-wing aircraft. To learn how to be part of the Army National Guard, log on to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association at this station. Hey there, Denver. It's your boy, Ryan Harris. Are you sore from running, hiking, playing piano, heck, even adulting? If you are, join me and many others by seeing our friends at the Center for Spine and Orthopedics. Center for Spine and Orthopedics has over 115 years of combined surgical and pain management experience. They do everything from hips, elbows, shoulders, and knees, all of which I've used after a 10-year career, and they have everything you need right where they are. MRIs, surgery, lab, x-rays, everything right on their premises. And that was huge for me as a parent with little time. So check out the Center for Spine and Orthopedics and their 200 Google reviews and testimonials from patients who love getting their care at the Center for Spine and Orthopedics. And trust me, you will too. So give them a call at 303-287-2800. That's 303-287-2800. Or visit them online at centerforspineandortho.com. Is your car in need of some work? The last thing you can afford is to have your car break down on you. But you can't afford to get ripped off or be taken advantage of by some shady mechanic. That's why you should take it to Ken's Auto Service. Ken's Auto Service is family owned and operated on the northwest corner of Chambers and Mississippi. They're a AAA approved business that takes their code of ethics to heart. And their work has a three year, 36,000 mile parts and labor nationwide warranty. Find them online today at kensautoserviceinc.com. Get power to spare with a Honda generator, and you'll never be left in the dark again. Honda puts clean, economical, portable power when and where it's needed most, when you least expect it. Honda generators all have easy-starting, dependable Honda engines to keep the power going. Get turned on to a Honda generator from Jack's Ranch at Home in Fort Collins and enjoy for home or play. Visit JacksMercantile.com. 
The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Delay behind a couple accidents on northbound I-225 this morning. One at Alameda earlier, one at Mississippi. It's jammed back traffic to Parker Road. Traffic is brought to you by Zequals, Pure Zs. Southbound 225 is running slow from Parker Road down to Yosemite. There's an accident causing a slowdown. It's cleared, but it's still slow. Eastbound I-70 at York. How'd you sleep last night? Not great. Then try new Zequal Pure Zs, a drug-free melatonin gummy with a unique botanical blend that helps you fall asleep naturally with no next day grogginess. New Zequal Pure Z's. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Perhaps my uh, favorite moment from Broncos training camp thus far. And by the way, they're off today. The boys are off. They're back at it tomorrow. Altitude 950's training camp coverage brought to you by Honda Power Equipment. Introducing the brand new Honda EU2200 portable generator. Super quiet, fuel efficient, safe for sensitive electronics, safe for sensitive people as well. Get yours locally. Perfect for tailgating, camping, and much more. My favorite moment so far, check out my um, Insta uh, page, Vic Lombardi Sports, if you want to see it. It was HW attempting to get Derek Wolf over for an interview the other day. Derek Wolf's walking off the field. Did you happen to see the CIJ? I did. I did. Derek Wolf's walking off the field. And I said to HW, dude, come on, man. You are a producer extraordinaire. Make it happen. Get this guy over here and let's make it happen. Let's get an interview. So what happened after that? I said, hey, Derek, you want to talk to Vic? And he crotch shot me. He gave him the full... What would you call that? What the Pete Weber? The Pete Weber. Okay, yeah, yeah a little PBA a uh, action. Yeah. It was awesome, and that made my week. We laughed about it. We laughed we, heartily. We weren't disrespected. That was the funniest thing I'd seen all week. Your uh, Instagram uh, is almost as good as Bob Menery. Easy. No, no, no. In, in a different kind of way. But I find myself just sitting there going, all right, I'm watching him talk to this guy who apparently goes to the bottom of a lake and pulls up golf balls. Did you see that? Yeah. He had 8,000 golf balls by the end of the day. <laughs> I know. I'm like, why am I watching this? I don't know either. Much like when I'm watching Bob Menery do fake play-by-play. Well, why am I watching this? Did you guys see how hammered Bob got before meeting his girlfriend's parents? <laughs> Dude, <laughs> he has no boundaries, man. It's amazing, isn't it? He made the airport just getting blitzed. His bill was a hundred bucks. Yeah. He was getting blitzed up before that. I think we all want to be Bob Menard. I think so too. (laughs) Are you right? Did you see that very vicious exchange between Easy E, Ford guy, and the Chevy guy? There's another thing. Vicious. Like three different videos of you and Easy E at a car show arguing with the Chevy guy. Uh, by the way, coming up a little bit later, we will talk again to Robert Klemko of SI, his article, very revealing piece on Ray Lewis, Hall of Famer. We will hear some of the speeches from those Hall of Famers. Uh, my favorite line that each Hall of Famer used, and I'm going to have something to say about this later. My favorite line is, football never defined me. Yeah, it literally did define you. That's why you're here. Yeah. <laughs> What that line is hilarious. What would you be doing to, to hear football players who are in the Hall of Fame go up there? Every single one of them, every one of them. Ray Lewis, Brian Dawkins, T.O. He did this offside. All, all of them went up. Football doesn't define me, and I'm just sitting there going, Yeah, pretty much does. Kind of does. Yeah. T.O. By the way, had a really good speech. We're gonna play back some of that. He, he had some points he made, and as self-absorbed as T.O. is. And that whole martyrdom role he plays, 
I agree with a lot of his points. Yeah, no, he he had a very good speech. We'll play that back a little later. Right now, let's kick it off with our piping hot takes. Because I spit hot fire. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station, and the Vic Lombardi Show present Piping Hot Takes. It's Vic's Hot Take. They lost five of seven on the road trip, and they're only two games out of first. Think about that for a second. Five of seven, and they're only two games out. They easily could have won five of seven. In fact, could have. They should have won five of seven. As I look back at all those losses, the first one in St. Louis, they lose on a walk-off when Neon Sleeve Guy walks him off in the ninth. Could have won that game. That was actually a tenth inning walk-off. Could have won that game. Next game, they lost 6-3. Okay, I'll give that to St. Louis. The next game, they lose 3-2. Another walk-off. Wade Davis, who lost two in a row in that fashion. At Milwaukee, lose 5-3. Walk off. Then the one Saturday in Milwaukee, they were beat from the get-go. Tyler Anderson did not pitch well. They lose that game. I'll give them that one. And then last night, if the Rockies had lost yesterday afternoon in Milwaukee, when they've got a two-run lead going in to the bottom of the ninth, everything's set in place. If they lose that game yesterday, season is over. Well, it was actually a three-run lead. They were up 4-1. Four, 4-1. Four yeah. I'm sorry. 4-1. Yeah. to one. And yet they had to go to extras to win the game. All right, couple things. And my hot take comes down to this. For a manager, when do you know? When do you know it's time to give the ball to a reliever? When do you know you leave your starter in there? I think manager, managers are paid to know, I guess. You know, we, we guess. We choose. They're paid to know, especially one that played the game. I'm wondering why Bud Black did not leave John Gray in the game. He'd only thrown 96 of them. And when I say only, I mean, I think he's a big enough guy to throw into the 110s. He had thrown 96 pitches up until that point, and he was getting better as the game wore on. Would you guys agree? He was better and better each inning. Yeah, Teflon Bud messed that one up. So in the ninth inning, he made the decision. He did exactly what H.W. called for. Remember H.W. on Friday uh-huh. saying it's time to make a change? Yep. H.W. and I, I actually went back and said, you know, you might be right, H.W. Maybe Adovino should be the closer of this team. Adovino comes up, gives up a jack to the first batter, and then finds himself in a world of a mess. Gets out of that inning with a tie game. He inherited a three-run lead, and it's suddenly a tie game. Now, he did have strike three. He, I know. He got the third out, to be fair. You're exactly Murphy right. You're exactly ball. right. But he still, strike. still, still, it was ugly. It was ugly. It he was won ugly. the game, and Murphy but couldn't stop the what, ball. What it proved to me, pitch. what it proved to me on my Patrick hot take Saunders said Murphy is that it doesn't matter how good your stuff is. You could have the greatest stuff in the world as a pitcher, and Adovino has the nastiest slider in the world, okay? You can have great stuff. That doesn't mean it's the best stuff to be a closer. You gotta have closer mentality. A closer is a special breed of human. And Wade Davis lost it temporarily. Bud Black believes Wade Davis can get it back. And at this point, when it's time to close a game, I'm sorry. I'm gonna trot Wade Davis back out there. Me too. I would. What about your boy O? I'm gonna trot Wade Davis back out there. O was in trouble too. O was in, they were all in trouble. <laughs> Except Scotty Oberg. Yeah. He was they, they all got in trouble. And at this point, you have to just take it, whatever it may be. If the if the Rockies do not make the playoffs because Wade Davis can't close, then that's the way it's going to go down. Then Wade Davis can't close. But let him close. He is your closer. Next hot take.
It's HW's Hot Take. Vegas is uh, making a little news yesterday. They dropped the Western Conference win totals, the Las Vegas Superbook. Manchester knows that place, as do I. I've been there, yeah. Yeah. Uh, some interesting totals here, boys. This is the over-under for wins for the season. The Warriors at 62.5. The Rockets at 54.5. Then after that, I found this curious. The Thunder are third in the West. The Lakers the fourth. Jazz fifth. Nuggets sixth. Nuggets check in at 47.5 wins. Fellas, they won 46 games last year. And how many excruciating losses did they have? Six? Seven? Eight? Oh, at least. I think... And you can do what you want with this take. 47 and a half is awful low for the Denver Nuggets. I think they're a 52 to 55 win team. Jazz at 48 and a half, take the under. Donovan Mitchell's gonna have a sophomore slump. Thunder at 50 and a half, take the under. They have two players. Lakers at 48 and a half, take the under. It's JaVale McGee, Lance Stevenson, and the King. I think these Vegas totals are flawed. They're awful. But you know what? If you're a Nuggets fan, hey, there's something to be had. Here. Are you talking now as a KSC employee or as a true Nuggets observer? Nuggets observer. Okay, Nick. I just they want to make sure here. 46 games Understood, last year. but look at the conference they're in. I think that's a product of a very tough conference, not so the team. The team could be a lot better. You told the team me could the other a... day they could be the three seed. They could. They could be the nine seed, too. We don't know. All I'm saying is the reason why that win total is where it is, and those Vegas guys know a lot more than we do, is because it's a jam-packed conference again. Yeah, the, the Thunder are third. They're at 50 and a half. They're three games ahead of the Nuggets. Yeah. And no, they're third. It's, it's right there. They're, they're all back. They're all bundled together. Look, look where they have the Lakers. 48, 48 and a half. Hmm. Kings at 25 and a half. Some value there. Next hot take. It's Manchester's hot take. It was a uh, busy weekend at Dove Valley. We're going to get into a lot of the things that happened. The scrimmage yesterday, a little brouhaha between a player and the member of the media. But uh, Vance Joseph had an interesting quote on Saturday that I want you guys to take a listen to. You know, Vaughn, Vaughn's a special player. You know, and when Vaughn's on, he can totally wreck practice. You know, so I get it with Vaughn. You know, Vaughn kind of... He goes hard, but he understands if he goes really, really hard, he can he can wreck practice. So I kind of temper mine down. I'm, I'm just being honest, right? Now. Uh, did the head coach just admit that his best player doesn't go hard in practice? That's not how I read that. That's See, it's, how it's I amazing read it. how you read. Sir. Here's what I read. Dude, you're too good for everybody you're playing against. No tackle can block you. Let's go ahead and just chill okay. out a little bit. Okay. That, that's how I And read. that's how everybody else read it, too. Vaughn is so great. He's so awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, there's two other ways to take this. One, and this is the same day that Vance Joseph talked about how we got to start practice better. We're not coming out with the right intensity. Huh. Well, maybe mm-hmm. your best player shouldn't be dogging it. Maybe your best player shouldn't be last guy out of the locker room so he can get a big ovation from the crowd. Maybe your best player ought to be setting a little bit more of a tone. That's mm-hmm. one way to take it. He's hot takes. The other way to take it is... Uh, when they play the Raiders and Khalil Mack comes back, are they going to ask him to go soft too? Because nobody can block you? Last time I saw Von Miller's not the reigning defensive player of the year. Last time I saw Von Miller didn't lead the NFL in sacks last year. So if the Broncos offense is supposed to put up 30 points a game against, uh, according to Chris Harris Jr., can't block Von Miller, what are they going to do in real games? What are they going to do? They're going to ask those guys to take it easy on them too? Hey, you might wreck our first half. You might wreck our second half, so please take it a little slow on us. Uh, I mean, nobody wanted to to take it that way. They just wanted to laugh and, oh, Vaughn's so awesome. Okay, or their best player dogs it, or their offensive line isn't any better than it used to be. Take it as you'd like. Our takes are hot here on the Vic Lombardi Show. Coming up later, 
Very entertaining interview. Probably one of my favorite interviews at Dove Valley. This guy's fun to talk to. Uh, Marquette King, a little later <laughs> in the show. It's 7.30. You got Altitude 950. Here's what's in play on Altitude 950. Check out the 5th Annual Hops in the Hangar Beer Festival, Saturday, August 11th at Wings Over the Rockies Air and Space Museum. Learn more at wingsmuseum.org slash hops. This week's staycation is the Jeffco County Fair and Festival. It's Jeffco's biggest celebration of the summer, and it happens Friday, August 10th through Sunday the 12th. The third annual Jeffco Fair and Festival. Get more info now at Altitude950.com. Veterans, it's time to take advantage of the VA benefits you deserve. Hey, it's Mark Mosier for American Financing, and we thank you for your service and want to see you receive the greatest savings when it comes to owning a home on the land you once defended. When using your VA benefits, there is no down payment or mortgage insurance required. Plus, you'll receive some of the lowest rates in the industry. Already in a mortgage? No problem. You can refinance any existing mortgage into a VA loan while receiving access to 100% of your home's value. That's greater than any other loan program can offer. And even though it's called a VA loan, it's available to active duty military and spouses. So you don't have to wait to take advantage of such incredible savings. A salary-based mortgage will listen to your financial goals and will customize a program that fits your needs. Just call American Financing at 303-695-7000, 303-695-7000, or AmericanFinancing.net, the official mortgage company of Altitude 950. And MLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Stop by Wings Over the Rockies Air and Space Museum on Saturday, August 11th, for the 5th Annual Hops in the Hangar Beer Festival. Sample beer from dozens of Colorado's best breweries, snack on tasty grub, check out a car show with more than 60 sweet rides, play games, climb into the cockpits, and a whole lot more. All for the price of admission. Festivities run from 5 to 9 p.m. inside a historic former Air Force hangar in Denver's Lowry neighborhood. Find tickets and information online at wingsmuseum.org slash hops. Many people with debt that they can't pay get frozen in inaction. They don't know what to do. But the reality is, is that that's actually the worst thing you can do, is to not pursue debt relief. And the reason is, is that the sooner you pursue debt relief, the sooner you can start to rebuild your credit. Many people think that bankruptcy is terrible for your credit. But if the alternative is having debts that are unpaid, that is much, much worse. Our commitment to customer service is based on what we are. At Wink & Wink, we're a small family business. We're here to hold your hand throughout the entire process and make sure all your questions are answered. Mike and I truly care about our clients, and we treat them like part of our family. A bad break can happen to anyone, and we're all worthy of a second chance and restoring hope for our future. If you're struggling with debt of any kind, give us a call. We'll set a free consultation for you, and we'll get you answers, and we'll get you relief. Call 888-NOW-WINK or winkandwink.com. The road to success is paved with your new career at Brandon Sand and Gravel. Since 1906, they're one of the most respected concrete and construction companies. And Brandon is hiring right now. They need Class A and B CDL drivers and operators and laborers. They need you. Brandon offers competitive wages, a full benefits package, including matching 401K. Become a part of the Brandon team. Apply today at Brandon1.com. That's B-R-A-N-N-A-N, the number one, dot com. If you thought all sports bars were the same, 
Well, then you haven't been to the neighborhood Hilltop Tap House in Parker. The Hilltop is the only bar in Parker with the Pac-12 network on dozens of TVs, so no matter where you sit, you can catch all the action. And on Sundays, the Tap House has all the pro games. Yeah, enjoy a pregame breakfast with their incredible Ultimate Bloody Mary Bar. Ghost peppers and bacon, anyone? The Hilltop in Parker. Off of Parker Road and Hilltop, if the lot's full in the front, you can always park in the back. But come park it for football all season long at the Hilltop in Parker. Looking for the ultimate guys weekend? Get to Buffalo Thunder Resort and Casino in Santa Fe. Satisfy your appetite for championship golf, a great steak, and all the Vegas-style action you can handle. And girls, where should you go for the ultimate girls weekend? Buffalo Thunder Resort and Casino in Santa Fe. Relax in a cabana at the pool, indulge in a spa day, and get all the Vegas-style action you can handle. Book your best-ever weekend getaway now. BuffaloThunderResort.com Training Camp 2018, Altitude 950, is on the case. This training camp update brought to you by Honda Power Sports. The Broncos have the day off today. Quarterback Case Keenum likes what he sees so far, but is very much looking forward to seeing how this team performs in the first preseason game on Saturday. You know, you're trying to, you know, know what the situation is and and make the right decisions based on the situation. But uh, you know, a lot of that's it's still just practice and it's still set up situations. It's not you know real life, uh, you know, real life bullets flying. So um, I think uh, we'll get into a lot more of that in the preseason games. This Broncos 2018 training camp update is powered by Honda. Get your brand new Honda EU 2200 portable generator at your local Honda Power Equipment dealer. Altitude 950 traffic update. Both directions of I-270 jamming up as you make your approach to Vasquez. Traffic is brought to you by Zequel Pure Z's. I-70 eastbound, stop and go between Lowell and Brighton Boulevard from an earlier accident. Northbound 225 extra delays this morning from earlier problems. It's slow between Parker Road and Mississippi. How'd you sleep last night? Not great? Then try new Zequel Pure Z's, a drug-free melatonin gummy with a unique botanical blend that helps you fall asleep naturally with no next-day grogginess. New Equal Pure Z's. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show. Our interview with uh, Marquette King coming up here in about uh, 15 minutes. Broncos punter. Very engaging fella. <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't, I don't uh, see yeah. what's so funny. I Very mean, entertaining to talk to. I thought to. he was engaging uh, as can be. I mean, worldly, uh, open and interesting. Has a, a lot, lot of, of different subject matters he's yeah. interested in. A lot of interests. Yeah. I mean, isn't that what we do? Isn't that what sports is? I mean, the sport is one thing, but we're all people at heart, and we all have hobbies and interests outside of what we do. He was just engaging. He very much opened up. Uh, had a lot to say. It was just a great conversation. You learn a lot about him. Yeah. In this you interview. You do. We're being serious. I'm very serious. That's coming up at 745. In the meantime, let's react to some of our piping hot takes. I already forgot what HW's was. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. You said what now? It was about- something about gambling. That's all I know. No, I just said that the, the Western Conference win totals were very interesting. Mm-hmm. It caught my attention. Mine was about the, uh, Rockies, uh, bullpen and it's been a mess, obviously. Who's your closer now? Who's your closer moving forward? And I, and I still think it's Wade Davis. As much as, you know, we want to dispute what, what decisions they're going to make going forward, I agree with Bud Black. You have to give it back to the guy who's done it before. Ottavino, <laughs> you may have the best stuff, but he got himself into a world of hurt the other night. And Ottavino is great in the eighth. 
He was Perfect. not great last year. Know yesterday. your role, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and look, Fellas, I, Tom I get Murphy it. had the bad catcher interference, and then Tom Murphy okay. couldn't stop the third strike. Tom Murphy made two atrocious plays in that inning that Ottavino gets the save, and we're talking about okay. Otto's save. Did today. Tom Murphy give up the leadoff home run? Exactly. Did Tom Murphy? Uh, did he give did up Tom a pair Murphy of singles? Give the, yeah, give up the Listen, man, the, the bottom line is it was a messy inning. Nothing clean about it. Did he strike out for it the was third a three, out? It was a three-run lead. We, that should we be a gimme. man. All right. You have a better question that you should ask, though. Why are the Rockies carrying three catchers? None of which are really well, any good. Why didn't they make a move for a catcher where it's pretty glaring right now? Yeah. Well, I mean, Teflon Bud screwed up yesterday by not letting John Gray at least start the ninth. And Teflon Jeff messed up at the trade deadline by not filling a couple of holes, and the biggest of which is catcher. And how many catchers can they play in one game? I can't tell who's out there anymore. It's one after another. How many catchers do you need? We mentioned Matt Holliday, who is stroking the ball. Triple A, by the way. They're posting video after video of him stroking the ball. And it's that classic vintage Mm -hmm. Holiday swing. I'd call him up today. I'm with you. What, What are they waiting for? He would be a great bat off the bench in the Jason Giambi role. What are they waiting for? I don't know. Bring him no up idea. right now. Bring I mean, him go, up right go now. Go look at what the Albuquerque Isotopes tweeted this two-run double. I it saw looks it. looks like Holiday at 07. And you asked, you asked who would they, well, who does he replace? One of the three catchers. Yeah, you don't no, need three catchers. And I asked that question, and, and as soon as you said that, I'm like, well, yeah, that was that was pretty easy. Throw those names in a hat, pull one out, and that guy's going to Albuquerque. That's how, that's how you decide, because they're all the same guy. They're all the same guy. What's the difference? You know what? I've been around the game a long time, and I could probably remember on, on I can count on one hand the amount of times I've seen catcher interference like that, and now it's happened twice in a week with the Rockies and their catchers. Tom Murphy's Was special. Murphy both times? Was it Murphy both times? with He extends his glove out there and somebody hits it on the follow-through? He's a triple-A catcher playing at the big league but level. How because does that As happen? Manchester said, Jeff Breidich was asleep at the wheel at the deadline when it came to acquiring a catcher. I don't know how that happens and how it affects the game the way it did yesterday, but damn it did. But that team in the ninth inning with a 4-1 lead looked like a, a, a group that was just going out there going, how are we going to give it they away today? Scared. And, and it turned into yeah. that. And for them to find a way to win, and it was Nolan Arenado essentially, at least offensively, putting them on their back yeah. and saying, I'm going to, I'm going to get us there. You, you might as well pitch Arenado in the bullpen too. You might as well have him fi- finish the game for, I'm serious. And have then him just do it all. The play O made at first base. Tremendous. In, in October, yeah. nobody's going to remember the play he made on August 5th to get the third out in the 11th inning in a, in a game on a Sunday, but a great, Play. Tremendous. It was one of those small moments in the yeah. season that can turn the tide. Yeah. And it actually was better for the Rockies to win the way they did than to win 4-1. I agree with you. It was better. I totally agree with you. I look back. That's why I say it was a season-saving win because they faced adversity. They were, oh, here we go again. Yep. They were in that woe is me mode. And then Arenado said, forget all that. Stop it. Let's win. Yep. And they did. You know what's ruined, though, is the series... That Trevor Story had in Milwaukee was phenomenal. Trevor Story was a one-man wrecking crew. Up until that Arenado hit, he had produced 11 of the 13 RBIs. 11 of the 13 runs in that series were produced by Trevor Story. The guy was phenomenal, and it was almost all but lost. They lost 5 of 7 on the trip, could have easily won 5 of 7. Um, On the text line, 3936, Forget who the closer is, guys. You're looking at this wrong. Who the hell is the catcher moving forward? Who would you give that job to right now? Who should be your everyday catcher? Or do they have one? Can Matt Holiday catch? 
I would, I would, I mean, who, who are we looking at here? We're looking at Ionetta, Murphy, or Walters. I would go with Ionetta. You have to, don't Give you? Give me the veteran catcher. You have to. I don't think a veteran catcher gets a, 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 inter, a catcher interference call against him in the ninth inning yesterday. I just don't. So I'll go with the veteran. Uh, also on the text line, 1618, reacting to your hot take there, Manchester. VJ is so soft, telling Vaughn to tone it down. That should warrant being fired immediately. What's next, Jake? Talking to the O-line. Telling the Richard to learn the art of flopping from the Rapids. Here's an idea. Get better. Give me a break. Yeah, and he didn't tell him to take it he easy. He didn't tell him. He was just saying that Vaughn doesn't go all out all the time. And then he, and it was, it was an admission because at the end of it, he goes, I'm just, I'm just being honest with you guys. Right. Like that was not a good thing, but we got the Dove Valley laughing. Isn't Vaughn great? No, Vaughn is dogging it in practice. He's not dogging it. That's a, a blanket statement that Manchester just made up. Is he going he's not all out? Dogging it. Is he going all he's out? Dogging it. Is he going all what out? What evidence do you see that he's dogging the it? The head coach just said he doesn't go 100% <laughs> yeah, all the time. You, you don't like that he's last that's out every ridiculous. day either. I don't. Cause it's all about Vaughn. I want to come out. I want to come out. So River Craycraft, cheer. River Craycraft is the first guy out of the locker room. He's going all out. He is. Look to River Craycraft River. as your leader. You know who Come used on, to go all man. out? Tim Tebow. He went all out. Uh, from the text line, 0301, Rockies cannot call Holiday up right now. He's not on the 40-man roster. You'd have to expose somebody. Who do you expose to the rest of the MLB? Tom Murphy. One, of the, three ca- one, of, the, one of the three catchers. <laughs> Pull him out of a hat. Yeah. Oh, we can't call up Holiday because we... God forbid we expose Tom Murphy. I, I mean, what's more important to you right now? You're right. That big, that big bat out of the... Uh, out of the uh, late game situation, you need a pinch hitter who can deliver for you when you're down by two. Think about the Milwaukee Brewers right now. Think about how revived they are, knowing that they stole two games of that series. They stole two of them. Well, they only stole one. They were the better team on Saturday. Oh yeah, I forgot about that one. Yeah. Well, they stole one. Huh. Tom Murphy's hitting 227. I think you can go ahead and expose him. I can't believe you don't think Vaughn's dogging it. The head coach said he's dogging he's it. He's not dogging the it, The head dude. coach said he's not he's going 100%. He's a veteran 100%. player who knows exactly how to run the show now. It's training really? camp. Calm down. What a great, how, tell me the impact play Vaughn Miller had last year. Tell dude, me Tell me the big play. You want Vaughn Miller. Okay, tell me the big moment. Straight. You want Vaughn Miller to completely butcher anything they got going in training camp and just rush the passer with all craziness. He he would wreck a practice if he went full Vaughn Miller. Wreck it. Maybe that would help their tackles get better. Maybe that, you know what that would teach him? We wouldn't have to get to the Atlanta game to find out that Ty Sambrilo can't block anybody. We would have found it out in practice. But nah, let's take it easy. Let's put our feet up and enjoy a, you know, Saturday in August at Dove Valley. I kind of like it. But if, if, what if Xbox guy was Some, uh, not going all out? Cause he would wreck practice by just throwing darts all over. Hey, what Manchester, happen? this is a great text. Manchester, do you remember Champ Bailey? What about his practice routine? Champ would just, he'd look like he'd loaf it during practice. Then game day, he was Champ Bailey. Understand that these guys know when to turn it on. Okay. They know when to turn it on. Okay. He had a great year last year, didn't he? That was one of your most, really, uh, really impactful. Your hot oh, takes. I'm sorry. I'm I'm holding the guy who, and I know there's a prorated contract and it gets different, yeah. but in essence, he's making the most money down there this year. I'm holding him accountable and expecting him to set the tone, yeah. and instead, he's last guy out of the locker room so he can bid a, bid, get a big cheer, and yeah. then he loafs during practice, and you guys are fine with it. Okay, let's have a big Dove Valley laugh about yeah. it. Meanwhile, they're in the HOV lane to 5 and 11 again, but they're going to average 30 points a game. Yeah. Sure, but our, you know, our pass rusher has to go half speed in practice, otherwise he'd wreck practice. You know the we're difference? Gonna, we're going to score 30 points a the game. The difference for what the Broncos joke. this year is their punter. He's going to make all the difference God. in the world. When it's we come back. One plus one equals seven. When in this we town. come back, 
Man, you thought you knew everything about Marquette King. You're going to learn a whole lot more. Very engaging interview next on Altitude 950. Time in training camp, and the heat is on. If you want to be one of these geeks who sits out here and watches drills and evaluates players' futures on drills, have at it. I'm not. We've got the analysis, the breaking news, and oh yeah, the drama. Ease up on the positive hyperbole and the negative hyperbole. Ease up both ways. Let's just consider training camp for what it is. Get through it healthy. It's training camp. Stay on the case with Altitude 950. It's not unusual to have every Tom Jones out there trying to sell you low-priced siding for your home. And sure, it may be low-priced, but what about the quality of that siding or the quality of the installation? At K&H Home Solutions, they believe in providing their customers with top-quality products, quality installation, all at a fair price. And when it comes to the best siding products, K&H says go with Everlast. Everlast siding won't fade or chip. It doesn't need to be painted, and it's resistant to hail. Plus, it comes with a light lifetime warranty. And during the hot August day sale at KNH, they will save you 35% off Everlast when you purchase a thousand square feet or more. Call today and don't forget that KNH offers outstanding finance options. And hey, they may even sing a little Tom Jones to you. Just go to khwindows.com for all the details. khwindows.com. For window siding, doors and more, KNH Home Solutions has what you're you're on your way to the store, then boom, you're T-boned at 45 miles per hour. Instead of shopping, you're on your way to the ER. Then comes the doctor visits, prescriptions, therapy, diagnostics, ongoing treatment, and the limitations. You have range of motion problems. Then the ultimate insult. The insurance company makes you feel like the crash was your fault. You need a legal game plan. You want a legal game plan. At Bell & Pollock, we've used over 25 years of experience to develop a legal game plan just for you. Our game plan has injury rules, rules of treatment, rules of claims, insurance company rules, litigation rules, rules they use to beat you. Now you can have them and know them and use them to protect you and your family. Our Bell & Pollock legal game plan gives you the rules the insurance company doesn't want you to have or know or use. But guess what? We do. At Bell & Pollock, success is no accident. Find us at championsofthepeople.com. That's championsofthepeople.com. Get your free initial consult and your free legal game plan will help you. Hi, Jack Farland from Farland Classic Restoration. We're working on several cars that owners brought to us to figure out the last few problems. Anyone who's owned a classic car knows exactly what I mean. Maybe it doesn't always start, or even worse, it won't get you home. We call it the last 5%. It's our specialty. We can sort those problems out, so all you have to worry about is getting behind the wheel and having fun. Learn more at FarlandCars.com. That's FarlandCars.com. Is your car in need of some work? The last thing you can afford is to have your car break down on you. But you can't afford to get ripped off or be taken advantage of by some shady mechanic. That's why you should take it to Ken's Auto Service. Ken's Auto Service is family owned and operated on the northwest corner of Chambers and Mississippi. They're a AAA approved business that takes their code of ethics to heart. And their work has a three year, 36,000 mile parts and labor nationwide warranty. Find them online today at kensautoserviceinc.com. There I was pushing up off of the floor and I kept hearing a crack, crack, crack in my elbow, shooting baskets, crack, crack, crack in my elbow. My elbow was in pain and I needed help. And I turned to my friends at the Center for Spine and Orthopedics. 
It's your boy, Ryan Harris, champion of Super Bowl 50, here to tell you about my fantastic experience with the Center for Spine and Orthopedics. You can have your outpatient appointments, surgery, lab, x-rays, and even MRIs right there. And I didn't have time to walk around and find three different MRI places, wait six months to get this pain out of my elbow. No, I needed help right away. And Center for Spine and Orthopedics helped me right away. They have internationally renowned spine surgeons, foot, ankle, and wound care, as well as veterans in pain management with nearly 30 years of experience helping patients manage their daily pain. Go with the best and go with the Center for Spine and Orthopedics. Give them a call at 303-287-2800. That's 303-287-2800. Or visit them online at centerforspineandortho.com. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Eastbound I-70 running slow this morning from earlier issues at Stop and Go between Lowell and about Brighton Boulevard. Traffic is brought to you by Zequals Pure Z's. Westbound I-70 jamming between Monaco and York with heavy volume slowing. How'd you sleep last night? Not great? Then try new Zequal Pure Z's, a drug-free melatonin gummy with a unique botanical blend that helps you fall asleep naturally with no next-day grogginess. New Zequal Pure Z's. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Vic Lombardi Show Monday morning. Not too many people happy with Manchester's hot take. We can't go too deeply on this, Manchester. We have an interview coming up here, but... On the text line, Manchester asking for a standout play from Vaughn. Hard to make one when your team is down 21. Uh, the other team is throwing dump-offs all day. No, it was somebody else's fault. Uh, 7311 says, I'm usually inclined to agree with Manchester, but he's so off with this piping hot Vaughn Miller take. Okay. So off that I'm hoping he's doing it just to stir up some conversation on talk radio. Want to wager on where he finishes in the Defensive Player of the Year voting? Speaking of stirring it up on talk radio, last Wednesday, Marquette King... Broncos punter, was interviewed by our very own Scott Hastings and Julie Brownman. I thought the interview was fantastic. Engaging? I thought he was entertaining. You know, he came in, said he didn't want to talk about football. So guess what? The guys who interviewed him, they didn't talk about football. Here it is. One of the newer Broncos and a B.A., one of the best punters in, in all of the NFL. Uh, Mark King uh, joins us right now. Thanks, well, thanks for stopping by, man. Hey, what's going on? The King is here. The King. Yeah. I told you, I, I, you ain't ever seen Roadhouse. I thought, seriously, I know you say you don't want to be there. I thought you was like six seven, watching you on TV, the way you punt, the way you get in dudes' faces. I said, this dude's got to be about six seven, two thirty five or something. Hey, man, I just don't back down, and I'm I'm just competitive. Hey Marquette, do you have you been like this since Pee Wee, since high school, in college, just booming with personality? Um, yeah. When I, every time me and my cousins get around each other, we always wild out. But then my parents weren't big fans of it, so I just kind of like kept it even keel around them. And then when I got away, I was just myself. And then when I moved out on my own, I was just myself. Period. <laughs> Has there been anybody in the NFL go, dude? You got to tone this down. Has anybody freaked out on you at all? Not at all. I mean, I'm sure a lot of them thought I was. <laughs> you know what? The Broncos don't like the Raiders, so anybody that wore black and silver, they thought that too. Yeah, so. I had a couple of people say that. <laughs> really? Right. Hey, but let me ask you. You bring this attitude and this swag, and it's kind of like Tiger Woods brought athlete to golf. He's changed the whole golf world, even though he's not at the top of him. Cha- Dude, you're, you're a stacked stud athlete punting the football. I mean, is on purpose, a mindset, do you see this position changing? I mean, 
man, you look good, you punt good. <laughs> so, I don't know, I just always feel like as long as I look good, I'm good, you know? And it's hard not to look good because I'm just a sexy guy. Oh, my <laughs> God. I think I heard you. Look, Marquette, did you notice when you came to special teams was an issue last year for the Broncos? I think that's pretty well known. Did mm-hmm. you feel like not only what you can do on the field, but you needed to bring some more confidence to this special teams unit? Mm, I don't know. I just, I don't, honestly, I don't watch no film. I don't pay attention to nobody. I don't even pay attention to the game, really, unless I hear third down. So, but what are you I doing just, during that time? I'm just thinking about whatever makes me happy. I'm thinking about the next bottle of Cabernet I'm going to pop after the game. <laughs> just something something fun. Just because I, I always, I don't know, I just think about what keeps me happy. And, uh, I mean, when I do watch football, if I watch it, I'm watching a punt and I go back about my business. But I, I don't know, from what people said, I I heard about stuff, but... Riley's one of my good friends, and he he's he's got talent. He's got a strong leg, and man, I wish him well. So when you when you punt, and 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 is there an artistry? Is it just pure natural that you're able to do this? I mean, you've had to have at some time or another develop something of your ability, or you just always been able to kick it. I just had a strong leg, so I just. I just did it. So you have to sit there and watch the film and say, oh, I get, I get my extension right here. i got to get the pronation here. I need my drop. Yeah, because there's no. an artist to do how you drop the ball, how you kick it high, how you kick it long, right? I just do it. It's one of the, <laughs> it's one of the things. It's like, then you used to hoop, right? Right. So it's like, whatever worked for you with your jump shot, you did what you did. Yeah, like, good. you can try to explain it to other people, yeah. but they don't get it. It's they, tough to not, teach. Yeah, everybody got their own way of running it. And plus, it's a skill. It's like golfing. So, yeah, if you... You, you gotta understand what you, I feel like the only people that can really understand it are people that either can golf good or people that know how to punt. Really? But you can't teach your same exact ways to, you can, but everybody's gonna find something different to make them, make them excel in that. But so. I gotta believe kids with your personality want, I mean I think you're gonna, you've had to already in your career make punting cool. Mm, I guess, I don't know. <laughs> do you ever have kids that are like, I wanna grow up and I wanna do what you do? Um, I don't know. I don't ever pay attention. I, don't, I ain't trying to be a role model like that. Okay, so tell us. So you know, being with the Broncos, the Raiders are like number one public enemy. It's been like that for years. So what was that like being part of that organization? And you just hear, and that's from back in the day of Al Davis, just win, baby. Was it more of a show thing? Uh, I don't know. I just, honestly, I just, I don't know. I ain't never really pay attention to it too much. You just I, get into your job. I just, you just, I just get into do what you. I do. Yeah, I do what I do. Um, it's, it's just work, but okay. I have fun doing it. We're not going to talk about punting or football right well, now. We're going to get to know you. Do you ever you. get down on yourself? Do I get down on myself? Yeah. Of course. I'm a competitor. So, like, if I miss hit a punt or something, I mean, it's, you might want to stay away from me. So I'm not the happiest person in the world when I miss hit a punt. When I hit my best ones, I'm on. <laughs> You're going to celebrate a little bit. I say hey to everybody. <laughs> yeah. So tell me what your perfect day off is. Oh, man. My perfect day off... Uh, as soon as I see sunlight, I'm up. I don't sleep in the dark. I keep a lamp on, so I um get up. You gotta brush your teeth. You gotta start off by brushing your teeth first. <laughs> Wash your face. Get some good breakfast. Then I just kind of sit there and figure out what I want to do. So I either work on music, beginning of the uh, day, or I play Fortnite or something. And then uh, probably around 12 o'clock, 11:30, 12 o'clock, I'm trying to figure out where I want to go, what kind of bar I want to go to to get me a glass. You're just, a wine guy, right? Yeah, I'm a wine guy. Um, 
next. So I just kind of plot where I want to go, and I just go there. I like the rooftop bar out there in uh, downtown Denver. It's a nice yeah. view. Yeah. They got some nice, nice places. You yeah. know, Denver has more days of sunshine than Southern California. Oh, really? Does it, now, does it count when it rains in the even, evening? It, it, yeah, yeah. They, they, they okay. don't mind a little hour rain. They uh, like that because it makes grass and stuff grow and all the, all, all the weed plants and everything. So it makes them grow. But then the sun always comes back out. But I think they have over 300 days of sunshine in Colorado. So if you're not a night guy or you don't like dark, you're going to love Colorado. I mean, I know a lot of y'all. I notice a lot of y'all keep saying we're a mile closer to the sun. True. I kind of noticed it, though, because I, I had one sleeve on my first time. And then I went back inside, and this arm was just so much darker than the other one, so I look like... Yeah, you, you don't realize you get get the sun or you get burned or anything like yeah. that either. Plus, your skin will dry out. There's, the, the altitude is so... Oh, yeah, I got a whole box of chapstick. <laughs> I, I came deep. came deep. Tell me about uh, your music career. I'm looking you up right now. You're on Spotify, by the way. <laughs> yeah, your boy got a little music career going on. Um, I like to... It's just fun. It's something fun to do. Um, I've always been able to make beats, and I stopped doing it when I got into football. And then I would get so bored because, you know, Oakland, California is all on the other side of the country, so we fought to play Tennessee or Florida. I'm like, man, I don't want to sit on this airplane for six hours and not do nothing. Right. Twiddle my thumb. So I bought a laptop and bought a mini keyboard, tried to figure out if I could still do it, did it. And then, so you edit your own? You're editing? Yeah, I create my oh, own Oh, that's beats, cool. Man. Yeah, so... I was like, man, you know what? Let me see if I can do something. Let me see if I can sing. Everybody can sing. I mean, ain't no, it ain't really no bad singing. Auto tune saves lives. So, <laughs> I mean. Now, Flip, the equipment manager guy, he's in charge of music. Have you, have you said, dog, let me give you, let me give you a, a couple beats you can pop in there? I don't think they're ready for that yet. Cause if they play my music, everybody gonna be over here throwing bottles and towels trying to get lit. <laughs> it's like Vegas type music, like party stuff. Well, but, why, why they, they play that? Why not? You're right. I, I'll see what I see can do. That, listen, here's what I am. I'm, a, I, I'm an idea guy. So when you start your big corporation, you need an idea guy. Big tall white cracker. Let him come over. And give me a corner office somewhere, and I'll sit there and, and I could be your idea guy. I got you. So I could I could get you gold on that stuff. Oh, hey yeah. man, we wish you a lot of luck. If, if, can you tell the attitude as far as the the ball staying in the air longer here or anything? Well, it don't really make a difference to me because I can do it on command, even at below sea level. So it don't really make a difference. Dude, you're good, aren't you? You're so comfortable in your own skin. I love that. Oh yeah, you got. To. If you're going to drink Cabernet, you got to be. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> you got to be. You're a Sauvignon Blanc girl. Don't act like you're a cab. You're a Sauvignon Blanc. What's your favorite cab? Well, I'm a Sauvignon Blanc cab, but I just like wine, man. I love wine, too. What you like? Uh, well, you know what I got into in about the last three months? What was it? Bourbon. Kentucky oh, bourbon. And you know what you found? Because I used to be a big wine guy, too. I still love wine, also. Mm. You find out the bourbon is just like wine. That there's different flavors. There's a smoky or an yeah. oaky, and the, it's amazing. You, that that I, I don't know how they do it. Whiskey, you think whiskey is nasty ass? Takes the whiskey yeah, yeah. And, and wine, but you know there's so many different flavors of wine. Even in in, in the cabs, right? There's just different flights. I'm a, I I like a good uh, uh, Pinot, to be honest with you. Now, mm-hmm. softer, sit out in the, uh, on the porch in the afternoon. See, not not that I think about it though. It's snow out here, right? It is still so long. Yeah, I'm like they I'll, got wineries out here. No, I drink I drink brown when it's uh, cold outside. Dude, I, I'm telling you, 
and you and you learn and, and, and trust me. It, it, let's talk in the middle of the year. If you hit a couple, not just the shots. Everybody does a shot of oh, Jack no, or no. anything like that. I can't like do that, right? that no more. Once I hit 28, 29, yeah, yeah, I, I couldn't do it anymore after I hit fifty five. After I hit fifty five, I said 55? I can't. I can't do shots. But you anymore. was doing it before that. God, well, you know you go on Friday night. That's <laughs> that, that, that's what my folks do. We get go to Jack Daniels, boom, 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 <laughs> little Jameson. Then you know then, then you get going. Um, but seriously, try. We'll talk in the middle of the year. It, 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 and bourbon's just like red wine. It's amazing, and it's blowing me away. Yeah. Put a little ice, let the ice melt. You get a little softness to it. You get the big cube. Oh, you got the big, I got a couple of the metal ones you keep in the freezer, and you put on it so now you don't. <laughs> thought we could talk about you it. Talk about it. Out. Hey, thanks for coming by, man. Yeah. I really do appreciate your time. Look forward to this year, and, and anything, if we can ever do anything for you, we got a whole cluster, got concerts and everything you want to go to. Uh, get these guys' numbers. If you ever see a concert come up, let us know, and we'll try to hook you up with some ticks. Thanks a lot. Our, our people owns the, the Pepsi Center. Nice. So anything going on there, they can probably hook you up. I got you. Thank, Thank you, you very much. Appreciate it. Mark yeah. King. Uh, dude is out there, but I thought that was tremendous. Uh, I thought it was revealing. Hey, great job, Hastings and Brownman. For, uh, how much did we learn about Marquette King during the course of the day? And why is an Applejack sponsoring a Marquette King show here on uh, Altitude 950? No doubt. And Scott and Julie did a tremendous job of, of getting him to open up. Mm-hmm. By the end of the interview, Marquette King was asking them questions. Exactly. That's how engaged he was in that conversation. Uh, that was phenomenal. And uh, Hastings and Brownman nailed it. Just remember something. An interview is only as good. As the questions you ask, I just like that they show. talked booze. I know you like that <laughs> a lot. They talked about every kind of. We'll booze. discuss when we come back. It's eight oh two altitude nine fifty. What's going on? The king is here. Altitude nine fifty, Denver's all sports station. This is the home of the Colorado Rapids. Coming up on Saturday night, the Rapids are at Dick Sportage Park to take on the San Jose Earthquakes. Kickoffs at seven o'clock with Connor Cape on the call. Training Camp 2018, Altitude 950, is on the case. This training camp update brought to you by Honda Power Sports. The Broncos have the day off today. Quarterback Case Keenum likes what he sees so far, but is very much looking forward to seeing how this team performs in the first preseason game on Saturday. You know, you're trying to, you know, know what the situation is and and make the right decisions based on the situation. But uh, you know, a lot of that's it's still just practice and it's still set up situations. It's not you know real life, uh, you know, real life bullets flying. So um, I think uh, we'll get into a lot more of that in the preseason games. This Broncos 2018 training camp update is powered by Honda. Get your brand new Honda EU 2200 portable generator at your local Honda Power Equipment dealer. KKSE Parker, Denver, home of the Colorado Rapids, the Denver Nuggets, and the Colorado Avalanche. Denver's all-sports station, Altitude 950. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Man, you look good, you part good. <laughs> so, I don't know, I just always feel like as long as I look good, I'm good, you know, and it's hard not to look good because I'm just a sexy guy. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think I love Marquette <laughs> uh, Tons of reaction to the Marquette King interview, which, by the way, took place last Wednesday with Hastings yeah. and Brownman. And the reason we played it back, let's not be coy, King got into it with a member of the media over the weekend. It got ugly. A friend of mine, by the way, who does a great job at the other station, I think one of the best in town, uh, but... I just fundamentally don't agree with the tact that station has taken with this issue. Um, and, and I'm not afraid to say it, and and I think they know I believe what I say here. It's not the interview subject's job to make an interview fun and entertaining and engaging. 
if they don't want to talk, they don't have to talk. They don't, nobody says that they have to be interesting. It's your job to make it interesting. It's your job to elicit the responses that are interesting. It's not their job to come out bubbly and flamboyant. If they don't want to, they don't have to. For the most part, I agree with you. It, that is the interviewer's job is to make it engaging to find. And out. sometimes it's not. It, yes, that's and you true. take the L. But it, it, I also think if you if you're just going to be rude, just turn down the interview. Do you know how many rude interviews I've done? Do you know? Do you know it, 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 if I had a nickel for any interview I've done that came across as rude, short, and didn't want to be there, I'd be a very rich man. You'd be a rich man. The point is, big deal. Happens I, all the time. I agree with you. I agree with you. And look, it, it, to all me, all the time. To me, though, that interview was kind of interviewing 101, right? You you start off the interview talking about Four things play. they Remember want the to talk about. Remember the word I used last week? It's 100 percent right. Play. There's yeah. an art to this. That's why not everyone does it. Yeah. I mean, if you just run up to him and start nerding out with football questions to a guy who clearly listening to that interview doesn't care much about football, he doesn't even watch the game, and he's on the sideline. He wanted to talk about wine and whiskey and how many sunny days a year there are here in Denver and all sorts of things that made him pretty interesting to talk to. But if you just run right up to him and start asking him hardcore football questions, it's going to be a turnoff. I mean, it's, you know, have a little bit of game. Right. And last time I checked, he doesn't play quarterback. So I don't really care if he likes football or not. Did you hear what he said? He said when it's third down, I pipe up. I pay attention. Listen, That's all he needs to do. Uh, yeah. the ball Apparently this this got a little heated and, and Marquette got into a media member's face. Uh, and uh, that's D-Mac's friend of mine. And I would never, I mean, let me tell you something. I will defend the people in our business to the very bitter end. You don't do that if you're an athlete. He erred in judgment. Marquette King, you just don't do that. You have nothing to gain by doing that, right? Yeah. Trying to get in. You're not going to win that war. You're not going to win the media war by playing media like that. Well, you they, don't they had it. to be separated by a yeah. member of the PR. You staff. just don't do it. So that's that bad on Marquette for trying to trying to settle that his his own way. You don't do it. At the same time, I just don't buy this this story that it's that they have to be engaging. No, they don't. They're at work. You know, I you guys hear me on the show all the time. It's pathetic that in this day and age, it's 2018, and we're still interviewing athletes in the locker room with our half naked. And they're at work. They just got done sweating it out for three hours. Yeah. And here we are with a microphone in their face out of a shower. It's, it's stupid. It is it's stupid. stupid. It's silly. Imagine yourself at home. You just got done working. You worked in the garden. You're in the shower. And you got some nerd with a microphone in your face. Like, yeah. I'm that nerd. Yeah. No, we all are. And it, it's, it goes back to a day and age when that was the only place to interview people because these, these stadiums were... Uh, tiny and they were crappy and they didn't have and other we still places. do it and we still do we it. still do it like no i not bring them out to the it's interview just uncomfortable room listen afterwards. ladies are in the room it's uncomfortable it is it's uncomfortable I, nobody wants to talk about that but it's stupid and silly and we still do it to this day why i don't know i have no idea it makes no sense uh text line here are some thoughts on the king interview and marquette king himself uh, different thoughts from different people which is great this is what talk radio is about not everyone has to agree i don't care Three six one nine. King comes across as self-absorbed. Doesn't seem to have any respect for the game. Not a fan. You don't have to be a fan. But guess what? Huh. On Sunday, when your team is backed into its goal line and he unleashes a 75-yarder, something tells me you're going to be a fan. Do we really expect the punter to have a lot of respect for the game? Like, he's a punter. Who cares how much respect? Let me tell you a little story, Texter. That's Chris, I think. No, Chris writes in. Chris makes the same point I'm about to make. 
Let me tell you a little story about a great Denver Bronco who had zero respect for the game. And he's been on this show several times. He hated the game of football. He played it because he got paid a lot of money for playing it. But he had many interests off the field. Never wanted to talk football. Hated football. Played it because his he was blessed with a large body and he did it better than anybody else. Fellow by the name of Trevor Price. Remember Trevor Price? Yeah. Hated football. Hated it. I didn't know he hated, hated it. football. I knew he had a lot of interest, hated especially in, in the music industry. Hated it. Loves tennis. I mean, if he had a chance to make money at tennis, he played tennis. He played football because that's where his paycheck came. Well, Marquette King has the ability to punt the football, and he's very, very good at it, and he doesn't have to yeah. love the game of football in order to do that job well and get paid handsomely for it. I just understand that in this business, when you're interviewing these guys, they're all different people, man. They're not all wired the same. Some people don't like what they do. They're not all all in on this sport. It's not rocket science. It's just sports, right? And we want everyone to be like us. We want you to be interested. How many wins? How many games? How many? They don't care half the time. Well, the other part of this that's interesting is they were they were upset because the expectation is that these guys are going to go through the motions and feign interest and give you canned answers and tell you everything we already know they're going to say because they all say the same damn thing. Like, really? That's the expectation? That's what we want? We We want a guy to just get up there even though he doesn't give a hoot about our questions and just tell us what we want to hear. That's not what I want. It's not. I would listen. rather listen to the, the interview Scott and Julie did, or quite frankly, listen. I'd rather listen to him not give you any answers because he doesn't like your questions. I'm going to echo something that I said last week, and I said this to a fellow member of the media. I'm not. I'm transparent about this. We're not that important. We're not. Quit, I say this to you all the time, Manchester. You and I go toe-to-toe on this. Correct. You make statements on the I said, you're not that important. I'm not that important. Let's quit believing that what we say makes that much of an impact. It doesn't. You know what? A lot of these guys laugh at us. We're not that big a deal. We may think we are in this business. Well, the honest- well we're the voice of the fans. I get that. I get. We speak for the fans. Not all the fans. They fans ought- disagree with us. They ought to start paying a little more attention to what That's we fine. say. We're not that important. Anytime we, you think you're not as important as you think you are. I have to remind myself of that all the time. You gotta have a little dose of humility to last in this business. No, I would agree with that. I'm being, I'm, I'm kidding. I don't think I'm that important. I just think the things as a collective that mm-hmm. the media says can change the narrative and change the course of things. That's yeah. what I've always said. Now, I've never said I can. Now 2082 makes a great point. Now are you guys just going to ignore the fact that the Raiders dumped his immense talent? This is a pattern not isolated. That's fine. You could think it's a pattern. You could think the guy's out there. You can think it's going to be a bad vibe for the Broncos moving forward. That's fine. I, I don't care what you think. I'm talking about do players, are they required to give good interviews or to be uh, engaging in their interviews because they're in a new team? have to require to do anything listen the Raiders also have Khalil Mack holding out and the head coach hasn't talked to him since February yeah John Gruden came in like a madman so who are we blaming there Marquette King or John Gruden let me tell you can I didn't like pages article I tried to make it work and Gruden just cut his ass I didn't like Marquette King when he was the Raider and when he does his dancing and nonsense as a Bronco I won't like it either if I went public with all of the beefs I've had with athletes are you kidding me and that's just at the DAC. If, if, seriously. I mean, dirty laundry's dirty for a reason. Chill out. Yeah. So you it, don't like the fact this became so public. It, 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 it ticks me off. Well, here's the other we're thing. We're not that important. Let me we're ask just, you. We're this, we have our jobs because of them. Just remember that. We do what we do because of them. 
Was the interview live or taped? That's the other thing. It was taped. Oh, ours was live. To, they, ours they didn't was have to live. run it. They, so, they chose to run it. If he gives you a crappy interview. Don't run it. Don't run it. Keep it in the can. So you ran it to try and make him look bad, and then it blew up and turned into this. I'm all fired up now. You no, really I didn't are. even plan on talking about this today. <laughs> you got the Vic Lombardi Show. The Nuggets, the Avalanche, and Denver's best sports talk all day long. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Do not spoil my hot take. It's sometimes hard to talk about. Men's health issues, I get it, totally a guy thing. But the fact is, urology issues, including urinary problems, prostate disease, or sexual dysfunction, are among the top men's health issues. Even harder than talking about it is living with it. The Urology Center of Colorado makes it comfortable for you to bring your concerns to them. The Urology Center of Colorado has a team of experts dedicated to men's health. Your health. Learn more at TUCC.com. The Urology Center of Colorado. Getting out of debt can seem impossible, but it doesn't have to be that way. Mark Mosier here with Gabby Maldonado from American Financing. Now, Gabby, explain to me how a low-rate mortgage can help you get out of debt faster. By having high balances on credit cards or student loans, you're getting hit with double-digit interest fees that can deplete your savings. Manage debt smarter by consolidating it into a lower-rate home loan. You can save up to $1,000 a month, and you'll pay less in overall interest. You may even be able to improve your credit score. You know, that makes so much sense. A mortgage rate that's 5% or less versus a credit card that's as high as 24%. Why wouldn't you move that debt into your home loan? Guys, it's time for you to stop wasting money on interest fees and start saving up to $1,000 a month. Call now and you can close in as fast as 10 days. 303-695-7000. 303-695-7000 and tell them Mark Mosier sent you. Or go to AmericanFinancing.net, the official mortgage company of Altitude 950. And MLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Colorado Rapids 2019 season tickets are on sale now. Don't miss out on the action as the Rapids take to the field for 17 home games at Dick's Sporting Goods Park. And Tim Howard once again with a massive save. Call 303-825-GOAL or visit coloradorapids.com to find out about the exclusive season ticket member benefits, including meet the team party, game day experiences, and stadium discounts. coloradorapids.com If you thought all sports bars were the same, well, and you haven't been to the neighborhood Hilltop Tap House in Parker. The Hilltop is the only bar in Parker with the Pac-12 network on dozens of TVs. So no matter where you sit, you can catch all the action. And on Sundays, the Tap House has all the pro games. Yeah, enjoy a pregame breakfast with their incredible Ultimate Bloody Mary Bar. Ghost peppers and bacon, anyone? The Hilltop in Parker. Off of Parker Road and Hilltop, if the lot's full in the front, you can always park in the back. But come park it for football all season long at the Hilltop in Parker. The road to success is paved with your new career at Brandon Sand and Gravel. Since 1906, they're one of the most respected concrete and construction companies. And Brandon is hiring right now. They need Class A and B CDL drivers and operators and laborers. They need you. Brandon offers competitive wages, a full benefits package, including matching 401K. Become a part of the Brandon team. Apply today at Brandon1.com. That's B-R-A-N-N-A-N, the number one, dot com. 
Altitude 950 traffic update. Big delay this morning on I-70 eastbound. You're seeing slower than normal traffic between Sheridan and Brighton Boulevard from earlier issue. Traffic is brought to you by Zequel Pure Z's. Looks like your westbound I-70 drive is jamming Monaco out through to York. Southbound I-25 still slow downing through to Evans. How'd you sleep last night? Not great? Then try new Zequel Pure Z's, a drug-free melatonin gummy with a unique botanical blend that helps you fall asleep naturally with no next-day grogginess. New Zequel Pure Z's. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Going on, the king is here. Welcome back, Vic Lombardi Show. Power 5 question of the day coming up here momentarily. A lot of people texting in regarding our uh, last segment here as we uh, heard from the the king himself, Mark King, who spoke to uh, Julie Brownman and Scott Hastings last week. Uh, Danny on the text line, if he does not perform on the field, the off-the-field stuff multiplies in negativity, and now we wasted time talking about a punter. Just say no and move on. Um, here, Here's what I think about special teamers, kickers, punters, long snappers, all that business. We in the media have this arrogance about us, like some of the players themselves, who believe that they're not real football players. And I think you can't pick and choose that. You can't say, oh, well, he's not a football player, but then again, the game's on the line. You better make this kick. Either you're on the team or you're not. So don't give me this crap that punters and kickers aren't real players. Last I checked, they wear uniforms and they affect the outcome of games. And last I checked, they pick and choose General managers do which punters and kickers they want. So they do have an impact on the game. And if you have an impact on a game, you're a real player. Well, okay. They have an impact on the, on the game, but how many other guys on the roster can sit on the sideline and not pay attention to the game and have no idea what's going on? Agreed. But the point is you have an impact at some point they do. on the game. They do, but it's also why my idea, and it's one the league ought to, ought to implement. In order to uh, be a kicker or a punter, yeah. you have to be on a position the field player. On you know, as a position player, I wouldn't mind that at all. Then, you're, then the guy that's shanking the punt, it, well, he also had an impact I, on the I, game in the trenches. Now we're talking about something entirely different. You're right. You, what you're saying is no specialists. Correct. Well, no specialists. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you you have to have been on the field for a, a you, regular you know, play like, prior to the the kick. Like in hockey, guy who takes face off is playing the entire game, right? Uh, in basketball, you want to do the opening tip. What, can you imagine a tip-off right. specialist? A seven-foot-ten guy? Yeah. Okay, fine. But I don't want to hear this story that, uh, who cares what the punter thinks. I, you care when he makes a bad punt. You, you, you care if he, if he puts one sure. out there 75. So when you care matters, I guess. When you care. No, and you're right. The, the punter and the kicker can have an impact on the game, a big impact on the game. So yes, they matter. Coming up later, I'm going to the uh, Rockies clubhouse, and I want to go back to our role and what we do in this business. I said some bad things about the Rockies closers over the weekend. I tweeted some bad things. You had a little bit of a meltdown Friday night. I, I was upset, yeah. rightfully so. Wasn't everybody else? Yeah, but you you had a you had a nice meltdown Friday night. I was pretty impressed. I was really angry. Yeah, you know, I was and even again, Saturday morning. You couldn't let it go. I, I, I woke up Saturday morning saying, I can't believe the Rockies blew that game. In Milwaukee, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe how Wade Davis melted down. I could not fathom that. I carried it with me. So guess what I'm going to do today? I'm going to walk into the Rockies clubhouse this afternoon, 
I'm going to talk to some guys. I'm going to get a lay of the land, a temperature of the room. And I don't expect them to like me. If they, they I don't even expect that they even knew what I tweeted because I don't think it's that important. I'm not that important. Do you expect them to know who you are? If they do and they get mad at me, and they rightfully should be mad at me. I said bad things about them. They should be mad at me. It comes with the territory. Who did you say bad things about specifically? I don't know. Wait, what Davis? did I tweet? Uh, you ripped Buddy Black pretty good. What did I say? I'll find it. Teflon Bud? I wasn't happy with the decision he made? You weren't happy with his postgame presser. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. When he was soft on Wade Davis? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I let emotion get in the way of my tweeting that night. I was probably on the bourbon. <laughs> Which Marquette King is going to be on once it starts snowing. So you had a few here. Wade Davis has fallen off the bicycle. Okay. Wade Davis is broke. Okay. Just can't so walk, I busted dude. him up not pretty good. The ninth. Closers don't nibble. Six blowing. So I busted Davis. him up pretty good. So if I go to that clubhouse today, if I'm a Rocky starter, why bother? Okay. I'm not arrogant. I'm not arrogant enough to think that Wade Davis reads my tweets. Nor should he. Bud Black just got to keep going. Wade's going to be okay. fine. What's fine, Bud? I don't believe he should engage. But let's say I walked into the clubhouse and Wade Davis was all pissed at me. Should I be surprised by that? Should I be surprised? Wade Davis no. is mad at you. He needs to take a look in the mirror. Well, that's what Wade I'm Davis should be that's mad at fine. himself, that's fine. not at you. But the point is, the point is, today's media is so much more in your face because of social media. Because you can reach right out to a guy. I've only been, I've had a couple of altercations in clubhouses and locker rooms in my day. I had a couple of them. But that was 10, 15 years ago where there's no way to describe what happened via social media. There's no way to describe that you just got into it with somebody. You just, you just washed it off and you went on. Mm-hmm. You didn't have to add to the story, quote unquote. So the media is now becoming the story. I mean, Pro Football Talk just published a story. I, I, about I just, I just think we in this business, we, not, 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 not them, not, me included, we, cause I do it all the time. We think we're too important. We carry ourselves off sometimes like we matter in the grand scheme of things. And we don't. Uh, what do you want everybody to go down there and be like, ah, uh, we don't matter. No, we're, but I'm saying, thank you for letting us come down we here. Don't you guys have, are so important. No, 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 no. I'm not I taking it to that. that I'm not taking it to that point. I'm not, I'm doing my job. I'm just, we, we don't have an effect. We don't impact the outcome of a game. We don't. And I, we, and we think we do. Well, here's the thing. We think though. we do. We think that because I tweeted that Wade Davis is nibbling, that suddenly somebody's going to read that and say, well, we don't want Wade Davis nibbling, so he's not pitching. We don't have an impact in the game. But I don't think you thought you were going to impact that game with Some that people tweet. do. Okay, but you didn't. I don't. I don't. I, I'm venting on Twitter. That's what I'm doing. I'm venting on these airwaves the day after a loss in Arizona to end the season. I'm venting. I'm yeah. venting 11 Mondays last year yeah. because the Broncos got blown you make a out good again. Point. You know what Twitter is? It's a venting mechanism. You know what Twitter is to me? It's my own self-therapy session. Yes. That's what it is. I'm speaking to myself at times. I'm speaking to myself. I just need to have a burner account where I have one follower and it's me. <laughs> yeah, the problem is, is you say you're speaking to yourself. Well, you're actually speaking to 80,000 people. So I, I, you, I get you're it. saying you don't have an impact. I think you have more of an impact than you're giving no, no, yourself no, credit no, for. No, 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 no. I joke, I have fun. I'm trying to think as a fan on a lot of these, right? You're trying to think as a fan. Like, what fan? I did that poll right after they blew that lead. What fan wasn't thinking, all right, who do you put in there now? Jokic? You know, and that's what I, that's how I do it. But you, you make it sound like decision makers don't ever listen to your show. I, I don't care if they do or not. The point is. But we know they do. The point, the point I'm trying to make is we have our jobs because they do what they do. 
Never forget that. Oh, they have but, their jobs to some extent because we, we do what we okay. do. Okay. We have our jobs. You wouldn't be working here. I wouldn't be working here if we didn't, if this wasn't a great sports town. We wouldn't be doing what we do. Okay. Fair enough. That's but, all I'm saying. But they wouldn't be, and it's changing because now they have a lot of their own media. But do you think, uh, Kirk Cousins makes $30 million a year to throw a football if the media didn't cover him? Totally I mean, agree. Most of that money comes from media outlets. Totally the, agree. The, the, the networks that carry the game. Totally agree. So it's a two-way street. And I think when the players but, don't understand that, that, right, that it's what, a two-way street. But what comes I, first? What comes, this is a chicken or egg argument. What comes first? What, what, again, you're carrying yourself as you're, you're just as important as they are. You're not. I'm, in the grand I'm scheme. never saying I am. Okay. But, but what comes first? Why do yeah, we have our jobs? Okay, but you've said this too, Vic. I'm, I'm going to be here longer than that you're guy. You're exactly right, but I may not be doing this. I'll be doing... You're right. Be, you'll I'm be not covering going the Broncos anywhere. long Guess after Marquette King Guess is what? gone. Guess what? Guess what? Who, the, the, D-Mac, who got into his market? D-Mac's the best at what he does, in my opinion, in this in this he's market. He's great he's at it. He's the best at what... He's going to be here much longer than Marquette King. Correct. Though. Much longer. But he's not as important as Marquette King in what he does, in football, in sports... Marquette King has an active. Do well, more listen, people, do more Broncos not, fans know DMAC or Marquette King? It doesn't King? matter who you know. It doesn't matter how many people know. This isn't a popularity contest in what we do. I'm talking about the outcome of games on game day. On game day, this is why we watch. This is what we do. Don't cast yourselves off, guys. You guys are falling for it too. We're not that important. Our job is to vent. Our job is to argue. Our job is to criticize. Our job is to praise. Our job is to speak like the fans do. Well, you know what, though? A guy who punts a damn football for a living ain't that important either. Okay, great. He's then. not. All right, then you go do the job. Okay, fine. He can come in here and do this. Probably have, have at it, Marquette. You know what? Do you think he's more co- – I'll leave it at this. Do you think Marquette King is more capable of doing your job or are you doing his job? Him doing my think job. It's not even close. I'm doing my job. Guess what? Because all these former athletes, they're doing this. But I just listened to Marquette King be pretty engaging for 10 minutes. There's a lot of yeah. guys I talk about on that team who couldn't come yeah. in here and do this for 10 seconds. Eddie says it right. You want to listen to the Garrett Bowles show? That'll be a thrill a minute. Steaming <laughs> <laughs> <Gee, many> Christmas. <laughs> hey, now, you'd be a big fan of the Paxton Lynch show. That'd be fine, but look, well, I, we've been trying to I don't think I'm this. important. Don't yeah. don't take this the wrong way. But I don't. I'm, I'm certainly not saying the media needs to go down there and just be like, "Thank God the Broncos opened the Nobody, doors for us and you, let us in here." You know Give me, me better than that. Break. You know me better than that. You know that's not how I roll with it. That's not. I'm not. I'm not saying that. You are engaging. You ask interesting questions. You get interesting responses. But at some point, at some point, when the decision has to be made, you're there to interview them, not the other way around. I get it. I get it. And you just picked the one bad position because I can't touch my toes, so there's no way I'm going to be able to punt a football. Yeah. Well, but could I be the third, you know, no, second you string quarterback and throw the ball to the other no, team? No, you Maybe. Couldn't. No, you couldn't. No, I don't uh, know. Uh, again, do, you, do I have to remind you? Remember when Wilson Chandler called me out? Remember yes. that? Do you remember that? What did he say? He said Vic Lombardi sucks via Twitter. Mm-hmm. Vic Lombardi. Now, did I did I go crazy? Did I make a big to-do over that? No. Did I call him out in the locker room? I, I didn't agree with a lot of, you know, what he did or how he lived or how, but I, this is my job. This is my, did I take it personally? I probably did. Did I vent off? I probably did, but I'm not going to challenge the guy. I'm not, this is not what we do. I get it. He's more important to the outcome than I am. I'm just a vehicle. Well, here. You scored as many points in game 82 as he did. I'm going to be here a lot longer than he will ever be. This is my town. Yeah, he well, got traded to Philly. Yeah, this is my town. But the point is, Last I, I checked, you still but, are but on those broadcasts. Not, I didn't make a big deal of it because I know how this works. You know how this works. 
I think, though, and this is going down a whole other path, and I don't know that this rabbit hole is where we want to go to, but there is a total disregard for the media nowadays, and I can see why it rubs some people the wrong way. Maybe because there's too many of us now. Eh, maybe. Maybe. But I, I, I do think that the there is a role for the media, and look, our mm. role is silly because we're talking yeah. about sports. Yes. I get it. But there is a role even in sports for the media. Yeah. And when there isn't a, and this is the word they use, and I think it's a, it's overused. But when there isn't some mutual respect, mm-hmm. it can become problematic. Last, last thing I'll say about this, and we got a power five, we we skipped it coming up. Um, a lot of times I'm really proud of what we do and what I do for a living. Most of the time I'm proud because it's fun, it's creative enterprise. We have to. A lot of times I'm embarrassed for what we do. I'm embarrassed as a, as a whole about our our business. I'm embarrassed. At times, because I, I I wonder what people really think, what they really believe, and 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 watching some of this stuff unfold, I'm embarrassed for myself. When I got into it last week with Troy, I'm, I was embarrassed for myself. And you have to take a step back and you have to say, why am I doing this? Why why do I take it so seriously? It's just sports, man. It's just sports. You got the Vic Lombardi show. Training camp is here. Here at Dove Valley. And Altitude 950 is on the case. The Broncos and the quarterback situation. Well, we know who's number one. Who's number two? I feel like Paxton Lynch. If you haven't gotten any better, you have taken a step back. He's the same Paxton. We've got the interviews, the insight, the analysis. Case Keenum is in his stride right now. Case Keenum and Emmanuel Sanders are locked in right now. They're having a thing. Training camp 2018. Stay on the case with Altitude 950. At Wink and Wink, we know that pursuing debt relief is a very difficult personal decision. But through our many clients that we've had over the years, we also know the peace of mind, the relief of stress and anxiety that you get once you've dealt with your debt. One big myth about bankruptcy is that you'll lose everything you own, and it's just not true. Colorado has great bankruptcy exemptions that allow you to protect your assets from your creditors. And at Wink and Wink, what we do is look at your entire financial situation and help you develop a plan to maximize your fresh start, keep what you own, and get out of debt. Both my husband and I want to say that if you're having financial problems and you feel that there's just no way out, contact Wink and Wink for their help. At Wink and Wink, we offer free consultations where you can get an honest assessment of your situation and we focus on practical, cost-effective solutions for people. Call 888-NOW-WINK or winkandwink.com. Is your car in need of some work? The last thing you can afford is to have your car break down on you. But you can't afford to get ripped off or be taken advantage of by some shady mechanic. That's why you should take it to Ken's Auto Service. Ken's Auto Service is family owned and operated on the northwest corner of Chambers and Mississippi. They're a AAA approved business that takes their code of ethics to heart. And their work has a three year, 36,000 mile parts and labor nationwide warranty. Find them online today at kensautoserviceinc.com. Get to Buffalo Thunder Resort and Casino in Santa Fe on August 25th to see one of the greatest bands of all time, War. September 21st, laugh out loud with comedy legend Arsenio Hall. And all this month, Buffalo Thunder has your chance to win one of four Nissan Kicks and your share of over $500,000. Book your Santa Fe getaway now at buffalothunderresort.com and come be our guest. At Buffalo Thunder. Hey, Abs fans, it's Mark Mosier, voice of your Colorado Avalanche. The kid has got to break away and shoots and scores! 
For the price of a cup of coffee per day, you can get season tickets for your Colorado Avalanche with an Icebreaker membership. Visit ColoradoAvalanche.com for more information and go abs. And the building is on fire at Pepsi Center. Hi, this is Jack Farland from Farland Classic Restoration. Our shop has been really busy this summer with people wanting to get their classics back on the road. In fact, we're so busy we need a new mechanic. We could also use a body technician. These are absolute dream jobs. You get to work on some of the most beautiful cars in the world. But you've got to be good. Contact us at FarlandCars.com if you're interested. That's FarlandCars.com. Training Camp 2018, Altitude 950, is on the case. This Training Camp update brought to you by Honda Power Sports. The Broncos have the day off today. Quarterback Case Keenum likes what he sees so far, but is very much looking forward to seeing how this team performs in the first preseason game on Saturday. You know, you're trying to you know know what the situation is and and make the right decisions based on the situation. But uh, you know, a lot of that's it's still just practice and it's still set up situations. It's not you know real life uh, you know real life bullets flying. So um, I think uh, we'll get into a lot more of that in the preseason games. This Broncos 2018 training camp update is powered by Honda. Get your brand new Honda EU 2200 portable generator at your local Honda Power Equipment dealer. The Altitude 950 traffic update. An accident reported on northbound I-25 at 6th Avenue. Do expect delay on your approach there. Northbound sluggish through downtown 38th Avenue to I-70. Traffic is brought to you by Zequel Pure Z's. Southbound I-25 is still stop and go downing through to Evans. And southbound I-225. Expect delay as you work your way between Parker Road and Yosemite. How'd you sleep last night? Not great? Then try new Zequel Pure Z's, a drug-free melatonin gummy with a unique botanical blend that helps you fall asleep naturally with no next-day grogginess. New Zequel Pure Z's. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Text us at 30933 to join the show. Bourbon is just like wine, that there's different flavors. There's a smoky or an yeah. oaky and, and wine. But you know there's so many different flavors of wine, even in in the cabs, right? There's just different flights. I, I like a good... Uh, uh, Pino, to be honest with you now. Mm-hmm. See, now that, now that I think about it, it's snow out here, right? It is yeah. snow out here. Yeah, I'm like... They got wineries out no, here. No, I drink, I drink brown when it's uh, cold outside. Uh, one of the crazier interviews I've heard in quite some time, but crazy in a good way. Hastings and Brownman with Marquette King last week. Uh, listen to it if you missed it on the show. It's via podcast. We've got it on our Altitude 950 uh, app on the pod. Go back to their interview last Wednesday. Our Power 5 question of the day, in honor of that question, what kind of bourbon do you drink? What question would you ask Marquette King? What can we not get enough of today? So hot right now. Let's dive into the Power 5. Brought to you by Johnson Auto Plaza, where first-time buyers become lifetime customers every day. So honestly, what question would you ask him? I don't know. Hit us up, 30933. What would you ask Marquette King? I think Scott and Julie covered it off. I, I mean, honestly. they. So I'll give you a little peek behind mm-hmm. the curtain. So Jesse and our intern Jenny talked to Marquette. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I don't want to do it. You know, I, I don't want to do it. And Jesse and Jenny did a good job of saying, well, we don't have to talk about football. What mm-hmm. do you want to talk about? And Marquette said, I, I like wine. Let's mm-hmm. talk about that. So then we gave our host a heads up. Hey, he'll come on, but he doesn't want to talk about football, and that's why the interview went so well. You know a question I would like to ask him? 
and this is uh, on the lines of race, uh, I saw the E60 uh, feature piece on Christian McCaffrey Sunday. Do you know that he's the first white running back taken in the first round of the NFL draft, of the modern NFL draft? When does modern start? I don't know, but that was the uh, uh, issue, the topic that was raised by uh, the interviewer, uh, what's his name? Shap. Jeremy Shap. Yeah, Jeremy Shap said he's the first white running back taken in the first round of an NFL draft. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. So everybody so talks you about ask Marquette. Mike, what's it like? You know, what was it like negotiating the punting, uh, position as one of the few black punters to ever punt in the NFL? How many black punters have there been in the NFL? Not very many. I remember, was it Reggie Roby? Reggie Roby had that frickin' leg. Yeah, for the Vikings and yeah. for the Dolphins, and he also wore a watch during the game. He did! That was I remember that! Quirky thing about Reggie Was that Roby. the first I watch? Might have been. Might have been. I guess that would be my question, because we always go to, why are there uh, no white running backs or white corners? What's it like negotiating those waters? Well, yeah. what's it like to be a black punter? There aren't many of them. It's kind of like the Doug Williams question, though. What's it like to be a be black tree. quarterback? What's it like to like, be a tree? I don't know. I've never been a white quarterback. <laughs> Uh, text line says he's the first white running back taken in the last 40 years. Did you guys watch E60? I tweeted it out Sunday morning. Must watch. It was tremendous. I, uh, I did not, but I'll do it on Tremendous. It was very, very good. Did you guys by chance watch the Hall of Fame ceremonies? Did you watch any of the Bits induction speeches? Now I, I saw to, some of it, but honestly it just drags on and on and on. I went to the HOF last year, uh, when Terrell Davis was inducted. And the Saturday night with the speeches, I'm not going to uh, lie to you. It is painful. Painful. I don't know how people can stay there for four hours and watch these speeches. Four hours of talking. Mm. Painful. A couple things stuck out watching the guys on Saturday night. Uh Ray Lewis. We're going to talk to Robert Klemko of SI here at 915, who wrote a very interesting piece on Ray Lewis and his history. Did you see Ray Lewis go with the Janet Jackson microphone and walk around? Like he's given a school presentation. Yeah. He wasn't going to stand behind the podium. Walk around like he's doing a sermon. I mean, he, that was basically a Ray Lewis sermon. Mm-hmm. Then you've got Brian Dawkins, Denver's own, who goes up there and talks a little bit about his struggles with depression, how he had suicidal thoughts. He talked openly about it. Man, he was passionate and intense. His speech was a lot like Brian Dawkins played. Yeah. Intense. If you'd ask me what two words you think will uh, describe Brian Dawkins' speech, passionate and intense would have wow. been on the list. Wow. He was he was the best uh, speech of the so weekend. Too. Yeah, I thought so too. I thought he was the most powerful. Yeah. I, thought, I thought Ray was overboard. And Ray rambles. Ray. He just yeah. uh, I don't buy anything Ray Lewis. Ray says. preaches. He, Ray preaches. Yeah. Which I don't look. I don't have a, a hard. Uh, I don't have a problem with some of the things he's saying message wise. I have a problem with the guy delivering the message. Agreed. But then you had Terrell Owens, who decided to give his induction speech at his alma mater, Tennessee Chattanooga, mm-hmm. uh, away from Canton, away from the Hall of Fame, away from all that business. Terrell Owens made some interesting points during his speech, and I want you to listen to this, and you tell me where he is he's on or off, because we know Terrell is Terrell. I always get those two confused. There's Terrell Davis and Terrell Owens. Mm-hmm. We know Terrell is self-absorbed. We know that he's quite arrogant. We know he loves himself. What great athlete doesn't? I I don't say that with distaste. 
I say that because every athlete loves himself. Every successful person loves him or herself. He takes it to another level. But listen to his thoughts on the HOF and why he decided not to go to Canton. He makes some good points here. I would like to set the record straight. It's not because how many times it took for me to be voted into the hall. It's about the mere fact that the sports writers are not in alignment with the mission and core values of the Hall of Fame. These writers disregarded the system, the criteria, and bylaws in which guys are inducted and ultimately the true meaning of the Hall of Fame and what it represents. I wanted to take a stand so the next guy coming after me will not have to go through what I and others have gone through. Whether it's three years or 40. Alright, um, he goes on and on and just talks about how, you know, he's not doing this for himself. He's doing it for the guys who had to wait so long. Uh, the guys like Kramer, who was finally inducted Which at the is age of ridiculous. 82. Okay. So I want to, I want to get to that point because he says that the pro football writers, the voters are not in alignment with the mission and core values of the HOF. We are lucky and privileged enough to have one of those voters on our show on a weekly basis, Jeff Legwald. Mm-hmm. I'm going to play that back for Jeff tomorrow and I want to get his remarks because where do they, where do they fail the mission and core values of the HOF? If the rules say they can only take so many people per year, those are the rules they have to abide by. Why is it the, the, the voters' faults, the, the writers' fault? If they can only take five, six guys a year, if those are the rules, those are the rules they have to work with. Whose fault is it? Wait, then? but T.O. was a first ballot Hall of Famer based on his numbers, dude. Agreed. This but, was a personal beef okay. with the media and T.O. because they didn't like the way he treated them. I years. agree with T.O. when he makes the statement that if you're a Hall of Famer, you should go in right away. You should never have to wait. It, 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 your your resume should not have had to wait. Nobody should have to wait. But but for some reason, there are rules in place with the Hall of Fame that you do have to wait in line. That there are so many you can take each year. There is a maximum capacity each year. Who made those rules? Why do they exist? Well, that ceremony would take 12 hours okay. if they didn't have but a limit. But the rules are the rules. They can't take everybody is all I'm saying. That doesn't mean that these riders are out to get certain guys. No, it doesn't. Oh, he, come on. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Again. I, I will fight you on this all morning. Yes. He was, he was intentionally blackballed for a couple of years. He's a, he's a first, isn't Pat Bolin a first ballot Hall of Famer right yeah, now? Yeah, and it's a okay. joke that Mr. So, Bolin's not in the right, Hall of Fame. So we why can is, agree it, on is that. he's not in the Hall of Fame? Why? Because last you, year there was politics. Right, hold on. Who hold was on. the guy who got in over him Remember, last Jerry year? Jerry Jones got in. Bobby Bethard got in Bethard, front of him. Yeah. Jer- Jones the year before. Do you think that voters and writers have it out for Pat Bolin? No, I think they were influenced by uh, political. Okay, is there crap. a mass maximum number that you can add to the Hall of Fame each year in the contributors category? Yes, there are. There's a maximum you can. That's not the voters' fault. The rules are in place. They have to abide by the rules. Well, here are the five guys, five players who went in each of the last two years. Tell me which one comes off, and you put yeah. To in 2016. Brett Favre, Kevin Green, Marvin Harrison, Orlando Pace, Ken Stabler. Which Ken Stabler might have been the contributor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then 2017. Marvin Harrison. 2017. Marvin Harrison was a better receiver than T.O. No, 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 no. You could argue that he played oh, a better system. He, he had a Balder better Dash. quarterback than T.O. Balder Dash. A better receiver in NFL history? Come on. Okay. Uh, it, it, that, that is just patently false. Patently false. How, how, many, how many times was Marvin Harrison a terrible teammate? How many times did Marvin Harrison get run out of town because he was too busy being all about himself? What happened in Philly with Marvin Harrison? If you want to go down that's this rabbit hole. That's not what we're talking about. That's, it has nothing to do with what what the guy did after he was reti- retired. It has to do with what he did while he was on the field. 
Marvin Harrison was a better wide receiver than T.O. The point I'm making, I get it. T.O. played the role of martyr. This is for all of us who had to wait unwillingly. Well, you're blaming the wrong people. You're blaming the writers. The writers and the voters are just abiding by the rules that the Hall of Fame puts in place. If you don't like it, blame the Hall of Fame. Morton blame, Anderson. Blame the people who run the Hall of Fame. Don't blame the voters. They're just they're taking the rules given to them and they're abiding by those rules. Morton Anderson, Terrell Davis, Jason Taylor, Ladanian Tomlinson, Kurt Warner. Who you take out? Morton Anderson's the all-time leading scorer in the history of the league. T.O. had 25 more touchdowns than Marvin Harrison in his career. Great, neat stat. Yeah, he's a fantasy football guy. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Google, Google this, you know, since you'd like to pull up the internet machine. Marvin Harrison, greatest catches. Watch those all day long on loop. All I say, watching T.O. do his speech, part of me wanted to vomit because I was like, okay, T.O. The other part of me is like, he's right. But then who do you blame? He's blaming the wrong people. He is blaming the wrong people. Blame the guys who run the hall. Not the guys who vote for the hall. The guys who run it. You got the Vic Lombardi show. the case at training camp. We're also keeping you on top of the Rockies. I am surprised that no addition of a left-handed reliever was added to the club. There's only one station where you get it all. The dogs are still aplenty. Denver's all sports station. Altitude 950. Get power to spare with a Honda generator and you'll never be left in the dark again. Honda puts clean, economical, portable power when and where it's needed most when you least expect it. Honda generators all have easy starting, dependable Honda engines to keep the power going. Get turned on to a Honda generator from Potestio Brothers Equipment in Parker and enjoy for home or play. Visit pbequip.com. John Elway here. Nothing's better than being at home. The people of Colorado agree, and they trust American Financing for their home loans. They have helped tens of thousands of Coloradans. Now is the time to refinance. You can consolidate debt, pay off high interest rate credit cards, and save money each month. It only takes 10 minutes to pre-qualify, and you may close in as fast as 10 days. What makes me a fan? They have only salary-based mortgage consultants and don't believe in pressure. Pressure is fine on the field, but not for your home loan. American Financing has no upfront fees and will customize a loan program to fit your financial goals. The Better Business Bureau has given them an A rating. If you're even thinking about refinancing or purchasing a home, call American Financing today at 303-695-7000. This is John Elway. See what they can do for you before the rates go up. American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Hey there, Denver. It's your boy, Ryan Harris. Are you sore from running, hiking, playing piano, heck, even adulting? If you are, join me and many others by seeing our friends at the Center for Spine and Orthopedics. Center for Spine and Orthopedics has over 115 years of combined surgical and pain management experience. They do everything from hips, elbows, shoulders, and knees, all of which I've used after a 10-year career, and they have everything you need right where they are. MRIs, surgery, lab, x-rays, everything right on their premises. And that was huge for me as a parent with little time. So check out the Center for Spine and Orthopedics and their 200 Google reviews and testimonials from patients who love getting their care at the Center for Spine and Orthopedics. And trust me, you will too. So give them a call at 303-287-2800. That's 303-287-2800. Or visit them online at centerforspineandortho.com. 
As America's economy has evolved, so have apprenticeships. Today, they are meeting the needs of our economy in industries such as IT, healthcare, and financial services. In fact, these modern industries are employing adult, youth, and veteran apprentices, gaining a competitive advantage and developing the next evolution of America's workforce. To learn more, visit ApprenticeshipEvolution.com. Sponsored by the State of Colorado and aired in cooperation with the Colorado Broadcasters Association and this station. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Presented by Ace Radon. A problem spot on northbound I-25 with an accident near 6th Avenue is keeping traffic slow from University up to 6th trying to get into downtown. Southbound I-25 is slowing with heavy traffic downing through to Evans. This traffic report is brought to you by Zequel Pure Z's. Looking slow on I-70 westbound as you work your way between Quebec and York eastbound between Federal and Brighton. How'd you sleep last night? Not great? Then try new Zequel Pure Z's, a drug-free melatonin gummy with a unique botanical blend that helps you fall asleep naturally with no next day grogginess. New Zequel Pure Z's. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. 3-2. High fly ball to deep left field. This one may have a chance. And it is gone. The Rockies take the lead 5-4. On a towering home run from Nolan, his 29th of the year. How huge is that? Huge. Huge. That's a guy just taking over and saying, I will handle this. Get out of my way. Strolling Nolan comes up in extras and basically ends it for the Rockies. Although, did anybody think it was really over after that one-run lead going no. into the uh, bottom part of that inning? They still needed to get three out. <laughs> he had to get out of the That's why I thought Arenado would just go on the hill, finish it off himself, start throwing BBs in there. Yeah, it was uh, – Nolan has hit a lot of big home runs, and, and we can talk about, hey, they you know the, getting out of that, that game with the victory and the play O made at first base to get the third out – all those were huge, but his home run was as big as he's hit. By the way, uh, yesterday, because I was tweeting a lot regarding the Rockies this weekend, a lot, as HW acknowledges, um, I had an exchange with Spilly. Now, you know how much I love Spilly. He and I are friends. And um, I, I tweeted something yesterday, and Spilly says, go away, Vic, on Twitter. And somebody on the text line say, hey, what's it with, between you? And There's nothing. He was just, he was being fun. I was being fun. We're going at each other. I, I don't take any offense to it at all. It's it's what we do, right? I'm sort of like that. I'm that idiot fan who who talks during a game, and I felt pained when the Rockies were losing. Um, before we get to Marty, quick uh, quick question for uh, Stat Guy over there. Oh, uh, I knew this was coming. Um, who played more games in their career, T.O. or Marvin Harrison? Uh T.O. Okay, who had more receptions? Uh, it looks like Harrison. So in Barely. significantly less games, he had more receptions. All right, but if you want to play this game, dude, T. No, no, had, I'm not the, had fifteen hundred more. No, guys. no, no, no. I'm not the one who tried to make my point by pulling the one random stat that suggests my side of the argument and trying to mic drop it. So I'm not the one playing so the game. Yeah, what is going if on? Wanna, if you want to play the game, we can play the game he all had day. Fifteen hundred more yards. He had sixteen thousand. Okay. Okay. Or Marvin had fourteen five. Manchester, okay. you're so sensitive. No, I just was showing that we says. can play the number game. That's all I'm saying. Ah, sheesh. <laughs> we get into a T.O. Marvin Harrison debate. And it's like. World War Three over here. It's not, I'm I'm just saying I can play the game too. That's all I'm doing. You know, don't be so sensitive. <laughs> okay, the, the Let's whole just thing, move on the whole, the whole sensitivity thing, and um, what we talk about. 
if you're a Rockies fan or if you're a Rockies employee, whether you call the games, work for the team, play for the team, you should be happy that here we are in early August and people are ripping your bullpen and ripping your closer and ripping your manager's moves. You should be happy that the entire city is on top of this story. Why should you be happy for that? Uh, because it means you're relevant. You're relevant. Without a doubt. You're relevant. Where were we two years ago in August? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're, you're 100% right. So every, every time I get that, oh, leave them alone. Oh, you're nitpicking. Or, oh, you're being a jerk. Really? I love this. I love that we're nitpicking the Rockies in August. It means we're watching. It means they matter. It means we care. And that at the core is what a fan is. A fan must cheer and a fan must criticize. If you do one or the other, you're not a fan. You have to do both. Almost as much as I care about Marvin Harrison. You have to do both. Let's bring in Marty. Little sugar. It's time for your morning sugar fix. Instant sugar high. Sugar high. Sugar high. Sugar high. Brought to you by Lamar's Donuts. Going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. Hey guys, good to see your faces again. We're talking to an empty studio. Yeah, why did you only come out for one day at Dove Valley? Oh, you know, Dan's running the board on those days and you know he needs help. Well, you know, I tried to get HW to get us some interviews and he was one for five. I was hoping that Marty would be a little more successful out there. I did enjoy the Derek Wolf exchange though. That was a lot of fun. That was awesome. (laughs) Again, recap for those who missed it. Derek Wolf walking off the field, trotting off the field on Friday and I turned to HW and said, hey, let's get Derek on the show. What happened next? I said, hey, Derek, you want to come talk to Vic? And he crotch shot me. Yep. He didn't even hesitate. Just it was right awesome. For it. It, was it was glorious. But we all laughed about it. We didn't take it to Twitter. I we... thought it was glorious. Hey, you did take it to Twitter. Yeah, but you just did. In a funny yeah, one. I put on Instagram right away. <laughs> well, that was Vic. Yeah. Go on. All right, guys. Uh, Jake McGee turning 32 oh, today. Do you think you will ever be able to trust Jake McGee when he's on the Well, on who, the... who do you trust anymore? That, that's the thing about the Rockies. John bullpen. Gray. Who do you trust in the Rockies bullpen right now, with your life on the line, let's say your life were on the line, he had to pitch a scoreless inning. Who would you take out of that pen right now for a scoreless inning? Wade Davis. As crazy as that sounds. HW? Adam Adovina. Okay. You yeah. saw what happened yesterday. and again, You saw we, what happened Friday. I, I you saw what happened Thursday. We've had this debate before about who do you close, and it's not who has the best stuff. It's who has the best mentality to close. Maybe Adovino doesn't have that mentality yet. Maybe it takes a little more time. Maybe you have to callous yourself a Gosh, little bit. You guys bit. are really hot taking Adovino's tough outing yesterday with Tom Murphy blowing it. There's no acknowledgement from either of you how well, bad Murphy agree, was in the ninth inning gave yesterday. Up a, gave up a leadoff jack. One jack. Okay. Yeah. Well, Tom well, Murphy threw that pitch. He called the pitch. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously it's Tom's fault. Right? I mean, Wade Davis had to come in in one-run games. What happens yesterday if that's a one-run game? Tie it up. Yeah. Yeah. Then we can't not pin as easy it on as it Tom looks. Murphy. I, I guess it, it, there's no one you can trust, and and maybe that's maybe in a, in a weird way that's a good thing because they're all in this together, right? They're all in it together at this point. Go that's on. true. All right, David Robinson turning 53 today. I only saw the twilight of his career. Could you explain the admiral in his prime? Um, almost like a genetic freak. Now he's seven. I mean, he went to the Naval Academy, mm-hmm. and. When I saw him play there, it was like, this doesn't look right. And then he gets to the NBA, and he just dominated a lefty big man who was very athletic. It's one thing to be seven foot. It's another to be athletic and seven feet. Yeah, he was the first um, 
seven footer who could get up and down the floor. Yeah. Like we see out of a lot of guys now. And lefty changed things a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Different to defend. But like you never saw Jabbar getting up and down the court like that. No. Like, you know, he was not like David Robinson. Dragging it. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was a, a Hakeem Olajuwon was a good athlete, but not on the break. Hakeem wasn't running up and down and, and taking passes on the wing. So he was a, he was a trendsetter in that regard. Didn't David Robinson late in the career have some crazy game where he scored? Somebody Google that thing. He, he scored a preposterous amount of points one night. It was to win the scoring title in the season finale. I yeah. want to say he had like 74 something or something crazy. like that. Yeah, it was nuts. All right, last year's number one pick in the MLB draft, Hunter Green, turning 19 today. Looks like he has a UCL sprain in his elbow and I'm a few credits short of my doctorate, but once you see UCL sprain, the next thing is uh, Tommy John surgery. If you're a Reds fan, do you mind him getting Tommy John surgery at 19? Seems like a, a rite of passage now. Better 19 I, than 26. Yeah, right? I think it's only a matter. It's not if you get Tommy John anymore, but when mm-hmm. with a lot of these dudes. Would you rather get it out of the way right away? Yeah. Why does everybody get Tommy John surgery now? I, I don't know if it's overdiagnosed or if it's just, you know, it's like anything. Why, why do people... Why did it become common practice to have your tonsils removed? Why? Yeah. why, why there's a lot of whys. You it's guys. probably because this kid's been throwing curveballs since he was five. Yeah. Why did you get? A, why did you get a vasectomy? But it's like, why do so many people blow their Achilles now? I don't understand that. Yeah, where ACL sprains a lot more common in the 80s and yeah. 90s. Okay, and it's it, it, a lot of it is based on we know more. We just know more. Knowledge sometimes maybe, isn't power. but like they coddle these guys, they pitch less. Bob Feller never had Tommy oh, John surgery. The old Bob Feller. <laughs> well, Bob Feller and Bob Gibson. Back in my day, Bob well, Gibson never well, had. Old Bobby Feller. But we don't know what this kid's dad was having him do in the backyard for the last well, We don't know years. what Feller's dad had him doing. Yeah. Yeah. Were curveballs invented back then? Yeah. Oh, Walter Johnson. <laughs> hell, he threw 200 innings a night. All right. I'm sure Steve Carlton never threw a lot of pitches. Whatever. Right, speaking of old pitchers, uh, this day in 1890, Cy Young gets his first win. He would end up with 511. Quick trivia: How many Cy Young awards has Cy Young won? Zero. None. You guys are you guys are good. Yeah. I was I was figuring you wouldn't be paying attention, but you did. Yeah. Cy Young award came out in 1956 after his death. How many Nolan Ryan awards did Nolan Ryan win? Seven. There's no such thing as a Nolan Ryan award. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't go as well as I planned. All right, uh, 1967, Brooks Robinson hits into his fourth career triple play, a record that still stands. Four triple plays in a career. I looked up who has hit into the most double plays in their career. Can you guess who that is? He's an active player. Has hit in, all right, somebody Mm. slow. Yadier Molina. uh, Mm -mm. Good guess, though. God, I would have guessed Benji Molina. A catcher's a good guess. But he's or no a longer. first baseman. Albert Pujols. Albert Pujols with oh, 372. Okay. Cal nice Ripken guess. Right behind Thank him. you. Bill Manchester. I didn't say Walter Johnson. <laughs> Walter Johnson, he's in a thousand double plays every year. <laughs> By the way, I didn't say Walter Johnson. I said Bob Feller. I know. I just say in 1969, I talk about Billy Martin a lot because I love that he was fired from the Yankees five times and gets into a lot of fights. Uh, this day in 1969, he was the manager of the Twins at the time, gets into a scuffle with one of his pitchers at a bar, and his pitcher needs 20 stitches and was knocked unconscious. That's awesome. There's got to be a 30 for 30 wow, on Billy Martin's awesome. life. Why isn't there? I mean, You know, he had a stint here in Denver with the AAA Bears. Yeah, with the Bears. Can you imagine if that happened now? Yeah. Can you imagine oh, oh, if Bud God. Black and Wade Davis got into it? <laughs> be awesome. On, on Friday night at a bar. So good. Wade Davis on the 10-day DL with 20 stitches from manager Bud Black. <laughs> that would be so good. You know, maybe it would help. I, I'm sure that happens way more often than we know. 
Way what? more often. What happens? Fights between players and coaches, assistant coaches? No. Ooh. You think so? Didn't Ryan Ooh. Harris, t- Ryan Harris told the story live on these Ooh. airwaves about one of his Super Bowl 50 teammates. Yes, sir. I'm yes, sure. But I don't know that it happens often. It happens more than you think. Alright, that's it, fellas. Marty, what'd you leave on the cutting room floor? I'd stay in 1992, Shaq was drafted number one overall by the Magic. Doesn't do much for anybody there, does it? No. The draft was in August? Oh, yeah. I know it was later than usual. Uh, quick text at 30933. Our text number is 30933. Somebody made a great point. Uh, perhaps we're reaching a bit mainstream media because social media is so prevalent today that it's made a lot of mainstream media members and uh, platforms somewhat irrelevant. And so we're trying to do more with what we have. That's not a bad take. It's not a Makes bad a take. a very valid point there. It, it ties into the conversation we had with Nikki Javala where the, 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 the situation has flipped. The media entity used to be more powerful than a team. That's the other way around now. Oh, so he's trying to agree with what I made, the point I made in the first hour. We're not that important. We're not as important as we think we are. I, I don't, we're not. I don't think we're that important. I do think we're as a collective. Sure. Important. Otherwise we wouldn't be working. Right. But on the level of importance, we're not as important as they are. We have our jobs because they have theirs. Believe that. And it's a, a little chicken or the egg. It's Believe a two way street, Vic. Yeah. 902. Robert Klemko coming up in about 12 minutes. Fantastic article he wrote on Ray Lewis. We'll talk to Robert about that on the Vic Lombardi Show. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. This is the home of the Colorado Rapids. Coming up on Saturday night, the Rapids are at Dick Sportage Park to take on the San Jose Earthquakes. Kickoffs at 7 o'clock with Connor Cape on the call. Training Camp 2018, Altitude 950, is on the case. This training camp update brought to you by Honda Power Sports. The Broncos have the day off today. Quarterback Case Keenum likes what he sees so far, but is very much looking forward to seeing how this team performs in the first preseason game on Saturday. You know, you're trying to, you know, know what the situation is and and, and make the right decisions based on the situation. But uh, you know, a lot of that's it's still just practice and it's still set up situations. It's not you know real life, uh, you know, real life bullets flying. So um, I think uh, we'll get into a lot more of that in the preseason games. This Broncos 2018 training camp update is powered by Honda. Get your brand new Honda EU 2200 portable generator at your local Honda Power Equipment dealer. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Colorado Rapids, the Denver Nuggets, and the Colorado Avalanche. Denver's all-sports station, Altitude 950. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. What the pitch is doing, the movement. This ball hit high in the air, deep left field. Did Story do it again? You bet, three-run Jack. He filed all that data and smoked the first pitch he saw. And the Rockies are in front three to one. Milwaukee can't wait till the shortstop for the Rockies leaves town. Lost in all the drama that unfolded over the weekend was the fact that uh, Trevor Story was a one-man wrecking crew. Before the uh, Arenado home run to win it yesterday, Trevor Story had produced nine of the 11 runs batted in for the Rockies in that series. Nine of 11. He was ridiculous. The only other two came on Cargo's home run on Friday? Yes, and the other one came with Arenado. Yeah. That's it. He was the offense. Trevor Story owns the Brewers. Can we officially say he's better than Tula? It's getting that way. 
I think right now, if you would ask me who would you have at their peak, I'd still take Tulo at his peak because only because it led to more team success. Yeah, but was was it because of Tulo? Well, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I, 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 stories made the playoffs once, Tulo made it twice. If story I, makes I get it, it this year, they'll be even. I get it. But at the at peak Tulo, pretty special, pretty damn special. Right. And peak it, Tulo. Do you remember that September? Do you remember the September he produced down yeah. the stretch? And we tend to get over um, infatuated with the current person and kind of forget about the guy from the past. But I don't know what Tulo did better than Story. I don't. Well, who's the best shortstop in Rockies history? If you had to answer that today on August sixth, can we can we watch a couple more years of Story before I make that assessment? Oh, so you're saying Tulo? Well, right now I think they're Freddie neck Nevinis. and neck. I think oh, they're neck and neck. Nephi Perez, <laughs> Royce you know, Clayton. They're, they're right there. <laughs> But I, I need to. No, I'm agreeing with Manchester. I, it's Trevor Story. I hate to say He's a better player. Right now, you can't deny it. Right now, his defense is. You know, Arenado when he came up, he was known for his bat as a minor leaguer. Yeah, he was. That's all we heard. Oh, this guy's great with the stick. They never even spoke about his glove. No, his glove not was at all. never. It was like, ah, eh, we'll see if he can play third. He's phenomenal. Trevor Story. What was he known for coming up? His bat. Yeah. His bat. Power hitting middle infield. Yeah, he's, he's bad. And now look at what, how do two guys on the same side of the infield, known for their bats, suddenly develop into, that's the best left side of the infield in, in baseball, in my opinion, it defensively. Is. It is. Sometimes though, we, we make this stuff out to be more complicated than it is. Like the whole, how is Ian Desmond going to possibly learn to play first base? Mm. I don't know. It's, uh, he's a professional athlete and it's the position you put the guy who can't move in little league and slow pitch softball. <laughs> wow. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, I, I, I do want to jump on this only because I know we've got Robert Klemko coming up here in a few minutes and we never had a chance to talk about it Friday because it, it was released shortly after our show was over. Um, Deadspin and you guys have heard my take on, I think they're brilliant, but they crossing the line isn't what they did. They shattered the line. They, 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 what they did on Friday, Drew, what's his name? The guy who wrote that? Drew McGarry. Drew McGarry's piece on the, uh, on the Broncos was brilliant, fantastically funny, except for one sentence, which in my opinion ruined the entire piece. If you haven't read it yet, it is the Deadspin mailbag where they rip on every NFL team and they go through the whole gamut of why you should hate them and all the flaws. And again, you take it with a grain of salt. You understand it's a humor piece. It's a sarcasm piece. I thought it was great. Wonderfully crafted until that one comment he made. And I thought not only did he cross the line, he trampled the line. The, a, a lot. You have to have a line. You know, isn't there a line? Doesn't there yeah. one that has to exist? Yes. And, and you can't always just go with the excuse of, Hey, it was just a joke. Yeah. No, it's not a joke. Some things are, uh, out of bounds. Uh, and his comments about, uh, Pat Bolin were out of bounds. They were, they were, they were way across the line. And not only out of bounds, but it, it gave me like a, um, I feel like vomit. I like the one that fight somebody. Yeah. Like how, is, how, like how tacky. Dare, how dare you make light of this situation? And not because it's personal to us. We live in Denver. If he had said that about somebody who was Buffalo owner, it doesn't matter. I mean, how dare you make fun of that? Yeah. I, making fun of somebody's uh, very serious health issues. Uh, is just way over the line. Uh, and look, he, he had a lot of comments in there that if you're being honest as a fan, 
you can at least look at him and go, hilarious. Ah, he's got a pretty good point. Yes, hilarious. You know, and he took VJ to task. And, and you he, may he, disagree with a lot of it, but it was hilarious. His Pax and Lynch stuff was really was funny. great. His yeah. Billy Moose comment was spot on. He makes fun of Elway. I don't love the, uh, appearance references that he makes to Elway. I think that's a little mean spirited, but whatever. John's a big boy and, mm. you know, he, he's certainly heard that stuff before. Um, but I, I would prefer he not go down that road. I, I think that's kind of cheap too. Um, but the comments he made about Pat Bolin were just ridiculously tacky. Good. I'm glad we agree. All right. Um, before we get Klemko on, Robert Klemko, uh, si.com, who uh, writes for the MMQB, uh, let's recap the article he wrote in case you haven't had a chance to peruse it. He wrote an article on Friday, um, preceding the HOF uh, ceremonies with uh, Ray Lewis. And the article he wrote was he took it upon himself years back uh, to try to write an account on what happened 18 years ago uh, that night where two men died in Atlanta during Super Bowl week. And Ray Lewis and friends were involved in the death of those two men. And nothing ever uh, resulted. Um, nothing was ever accounted for in the court of law. And he wanted to make it his mission to ask Ray Lewis if he has any regrets, if he's spoken to the families of those two deceased men. He wanted to talk to Ray about that very subject and turned into a big us versus them. He he went to the locker room to talk to Ray Lewis and was escorted out of that locker room by Baltimore PR. Uh, players got in his face. It got ugly. Uh, it got very reminiscent of what we saw over the weekend at Dove Valley. It got ugly. Mm-hmm. It got very ugly. So I want to bring Robert on to get his thoughts on on how he went about doing this story. Uh, and, and, and I want to get your thoughts. Is this is this fair? Well, is, is it is it fair to dredge up something that happened 18 years ago? And here's the kicker, Vic. Do you want to hear the conversation real fast? Yes. So here's Robert's words. Quote, Ray, may I speak to you privately about something serious? This was in January 2013 in the Ravens locker room. Yes. And Ray said, just go ahead. And so Robert said, we're doing a story with the interviews of the families of the victims in Atlanta. I have a few questions for you, and I want to give you an opportunity to comment. Yes. Lewis came back with, are you serious? And Clemco said, yeah, it's our responsibility to give you a chance to comment out of fairness to you. Yeah, very well said, very well presented by Clemco, by the way. And then here's Ray. You want me to talk about something that happened 13 years ago right now, Lewis shot back? Who's that fair to, me or you? I told him it was fair to him. Quote, you're a public figure and subject of an emotionally charged story, I said. You should have the opportunity to comment. Lewis said, respectfully, this is my space. You need to go find your space right now. Interview over. Mm -hmm. And so he walked out of the locker room and then... Ravens media uh, staffer just went all out on him and yelled at him and you know that's their job that's what they do I I get it yeah but I don't don't you think and we, we'll ask him uh, on that kind of a topic if that's what you know you're coming to talk to him what, about what do you think you're gonna hear yeah and that is when you run by the PR department and let him know what's well, going on. well then he tried to do it again in Denver. After the Raheem Morgan. Here's the problem with running it by the PR department. And that's We've what Ray said he was praying for. You, you're not going to get access. for If you no, ask no, the PR department, I want to ask about this, they're not going to let you do it. Okay. So you think just after a playoff game, asking them that question is the appropriate time and place? I, but if it's the only time, what re, what options do you have if it's the only time? I just I listened to Ray Lewis's commenter, and it doesn't sound like he acted unprofessionally. Well, it's very interesting. Very. Um, and listen, I'm no Ray Lewis cheerleader by any means. No. Very enlightening to read this piece just to see how this stuff works. Um, is Ray Lewis, is he beholden to that pressure? Do, does he have to talk about what happened 18 years ago? If the court of public law said, no, it's over, you're done, you're, you're, there's, you have no guilt. I don't think he has to by any means. Okay. Didn't he plead guilty? 
Whatever he pled, yeah. it happened yeah. 18 years ago. So he does have guilt. He Obstruction guilt. of justice. Yeah. He pled guilty to charges. And he paid, though, whatever the courts determined was his, his punishment, yeah. he, he, he paid it. I'm so just curious. It should, it should be over at that point, right? Well, I can't wait to talk to Robert about it. Uh, read the article if you have a chance. You have a few minutes during this break. Robert Klemko next on the Vic Lombardi Show. Rapids, the Nuggets, the Avalanche, and Denver's best sports talk all day long. Altitude 950. Oh my goodness gracious! Handmade arts, handcrafted beer, homegrown entertainment, and family fun. Don't miss Arts and Ales on August 11th at the Arvada Center for the Arts and Humanities. Tickets are on sale now at arvadacenter.org. A lot of people think that it takes two to make a thing go right, but K&H Home Solutions knows that really three is the best. Three as in triple pane glass is better than two panes of glass to get the most energy efficient windows. And because K&H loves their customers, they worked it out with Sunrise Windows to bring back their free glass upgrade offer. So all you have to do is buy at least five Sunrise V-Class windows, but then you get a free upgrade to triple pane glass. You, K&H Home Solutions, and Sunrise V-Class windows. That's the three that really is best. Call K&H for all the details and be sure to ask them about their incredible financing options, okay? Just go to khwindows.com. khwindows.com. For window siding, doors, and more, K&H Home Solutions has what you're looking for. Hey, Abs fans, it's Mark Mosier, voice of your Colorado Avalanche. For the price of a cup of coffee per day, you can get season tickets for your Colorado Avalanche with an icebreaker membership. Visit coloradoavalanche.com for more information and go Abs! Injured and confused? Confused about your injuries? Confused about the insurance company? Confused about which attorney to hire? So let's talk about attorneys. Let's get real clear on attorneys. I'm Gary Bell of the law firm of Bell & Pollock. You get to choose your attorney. So how do you choose? Experience? Yes. Handles only injury cases? Yes. Someone the insurance company knows? Yes. And respects? Of course. Attorneys who have been very successful representing their clients? Yes. Attorneys who don't deal in a hodgepodge of everything? Only injury cases? Mandatory. Attorneys who know all the tricks of the insurance company? Absolutely. Welcome to the law firm of Bell & Pollock. We do injury cases. We're known as the champions of the people. For a reason. We champion people's causes and legal cases. Our website is championsofthepeople.com for a reason. The reason is you. Come to championsofthepeople.com and see what that choice can do for you. Life has choices. Make your choice count. Championsofthepeople.com. There really isn't any other choice. Stop by Wings Over the Rockies Air and Space Museum on Saturday, August 11th for the 5th Annual Hops in the Hangar Beer Festival. Sample beer from dozens of Colorado's best breweries, snack on tasty grub, check out a car show with more than 60 sweet rides, play games, climb into the cockpits, and a whole lot more. All for the price of admission. Festivities run from 5 to 9 p.m. inside a historic former Air Force hangar in Denver's Lowry neighborhood. Find tickets and information online at wingsmuseum.org slash hops. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. 1999-2001 may have been some of the darkest moments of my life, but i tell you something. When God says, can you hear me now? He sends you a family. Ray Lewis, Saturday night in Canton, Ohio. 
doing his Janet Jackson thing with his microphone, his lip mic, walking around, preaching to the crowd as he is inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Fantastic article written um, a couple days before his uh, Hall of Fame induction uh, by uh, a good friend of the show who's been on several times, Robert Klemko, who writes for the MMQBSI.com on uh, Ray Lewis's history and why members of the media haven't sought the proper response from Ray Lewis. Robert joins us on the hotline right now. Um, I, I thought the article was brilliant, Robert, and, and, and there's some things I disagree with you, but we'll get to that momentarily. What gave you the idea to write this right on the uh, the onset of his Hall of Fame induction? Were you Was this something you were getting ready for for a while and this was the time to drop it? You know, I hadn't thought about it in years, actually. And um, in looking at the way Ben Volan, actually, with the Boston Globe, was criticized for asking Tom Brady about his connection with uh, Alex Guerrero, the trainer there, um, and Julian Edelman being suspended for PEDs, having the same personal trainer. Uh, and in general, just the climate around media um, and, and, and the criticism that reporters are facing every day for doing their jobs, not just in the NFL, but, you know, the guys covering this White House and this administration. Um, I, it made me think about that episode in 2013 when I was asked to uh, try to get comments from Ray for a story we were doing on the consequences and, and what the families of those killing victims um, had to say about Ray Lewis 13 years later. Uh, again, this was 2013. Um, and so I, I wanted to write something that discussed the protective bubble that insulates um, figures like Ray Lewis and how PR teams uh, create that. Very, very well put. And let me let me start by saying this, Robert. You are a journalist. This is what you do. Okay, so when you cite the... Society of Professional Journalists Code, and you cite it in this column. I, I agree with everything. I am not a journalist. I'm a talk show host, and, and I think sometimes we get confused in this business for what we are and what we do. So I could never do what you did. I could never waltz into a locker room and demand comment from an athlete on something that happened 18 years ago. Is that something you did because the journalist in you says, I've got to do it? Or you know, how do you draw up the... I guess the courage to do what you did with Ray Lewis. Well, you know, we were writing a story where people who didn't know Ray but had been impacted by his actions, um, which had been in dispute, um, who were family members of those who were killed, were saying things about how he was not forgiven for his role in them, and they felt that he should have been more forthright. Of course, he was convicted on obstruction of justice charges. Um, so when you write a story where somebody in, in the public eye, really anybody, is being criticized, they have a right to respond. So, you know, I went in there thinking, I'm going to tell Ray what these people had to say, uh, and he's either going to say no comment or, unlikely, he's going to talk about it. I didn't expect for him to get loud, try to get into an argument with me, and then for the, the team uh, and the PR team specifically – to then ban me from the locker room and then start telling players not to talk to me. Yeah. Um, and I felt that the, my point was less that I deserve answers from Ray because I don't. Uh, you know, Ray, Ray Lewis doesn't owe me a thing. But, you know, my point was I went in there trying to do a job that is understood to be, you know, within a journalist's uh, not only boundaries but responsibilities. Yeah. Um, and this NFL team – who lives in this really insular environment where their players can do no wrong, really fought back uh, in an inappropriate way. Yeah. Um, 
and, and I go both ways on this. I, I guess my question to you is if, if the courts already came up with a decision, he was convicted of, of obstruction of justice, pretty clearly he wants to sweep this on the road. doesn't want to talk about it anymore because he doesn't openly talk. What made you think that he was going to be ready to talk about it then? You know, I didn't, but I, I weighed my options because, like I said, it's our responsibility and it was my assignment to let him know that that story was coming and to ask him if he wanted to comment. Now, I, I thought I could do this in a press conference, um, but it was one of the last press conferences that Ray Lewis was going to have as a Raven. There were 40 reporters showing up there. You don't want to be that guy, right? We've seen I that guy. You want to be that guy that looked like he was seeking attention. Yeah. Honestly, I wanted to quietly go to him in the locker room, get a new comment, and go do my job and yeah. write another story about something else, okay? I thought, you know, I could just ask the Ravens, can you put this in front of Ray and see if he can comment? But they had a notoriously buddy-buddy relationship with Ray, and I knew that a particular PR person there felt that he could speak for Ray and that that request was never going to get in front of Ray. And I didn't feel like that was enough. I didn't feel like I'd be doing my job. So I tried to do the quietest thing, um, and and, and the, I, I thought the backlash was pretty disproportionate. What, what I found intriguing about the article as well, and nobody wants to talk about this because it's been an issue in, in my eyes for years and it continues to be one, I get the indication, um, and you wrote it here, for 13 years, Ray Lewis has hidden from his history. He hid behind his talent. He hid behind his religion. And that's the part. He comes across as a preacher. He does his thing at the Hall of Fame night. He is hidden behind this, and he has used religion as his shield. Part of that, that's insulting to me that a guy would do that. But you really believe he has done exactly that? I do. Um, and one of the things that he said to me when I was arguing with the PR person after seeing them tell a player not to talk to me when I was working on a completely different story after a playoff game, one of the things that Ray said to me was that I was number one in his prayers the night before and that he had already forgiven me. I would have said, you don't need to pray for me. You don't need to pray. I don't need your prayers. Never mind the fact that I wasn't apologizing at all. (laughs) But, you know, and then years, a couple of years later, he's working for ESPN, and I didn't write this in the story, but I approached Ray after a Monday night football game. I think, it was, sorry, a Sunday night football game, and I said, "Hey, Ray, um, Robert Klemko with Sports Illustrated. You know, you uh, used to cover the Ravens. I don't know if you remember, you know, everything that happened in 2013. Would love to talk about it. Would would love to discuss with you. And this is a guy who preaches um, forgiveness, uh, who preaches tolerance." who is all about second chances, um, is all about openness uh, and doing good in the world. And here I am reaching out with an olive branch, and he says, uh, talk to my assistant, and hands me a card. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just the, the person that he has portrayed in public life is so much different than the way that he actually operates. Of course. Well, and, and that's what's revolting about guys, gals who hide behind uh, the religion is because – most people don't know the difference. When Tim Tebow was in town here, it was a topic of conversation, right? It was greatly debated, uh, the whole religion thing with Tim. And and I think it it's bad for guys like that because if it's misused, this is what you get. You get people asking questions. How many athletes do you think misuse the whole religion thing? Is it is it prevalent in the game today? You know, I couldn't say. I, I, I'm not a religious person, and, and I, I don't know any of these guys as intimately as as uh you know as i as I know my friends and i and I couldn't even comment on that with my friends, so you know uh I know that 
in my dealings with Ray, it, it has felt hypocritical the way that he uses religion to shield himself from actually um, interacting with people in a meaningful way. Um, and, and But I can't really speak to the rest of the league. Mm. Well, uh, again, I thought the article was great. Uh, I, I don't think I would have been able to do it the way you did, but that's why you are who you are and, and you go into different locker rooms. By the way, I saw you at Dove Valley last week. What was the, uh, yeah. what was the topic of conversation when you came through Denver? Oh, you know, just working on something on, on John Elway, um, and, and finally finding a quarterback that ha- that gives the team hope. I mean, you know, talking to him, one of the interesting things that he felt happened last year was that they, you know, they, didn't have faith um, that the quarterback was going to be able to pull them out of a situation. You know, they felt like they need offense needed to score. Uh, uh, the defense needed to hold a, a, an opposing offense to less than ten points for them to even have a, have a chance to win. Mm-hmm. Um, and and John really is is optimistic that 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 era is is over. You deal with GMs all the time in this league. Do you know a general manager with as much power as John Elway? I mean, you look at the situation here ownership-wise. I don't think that one exists with more power. No, it doesn't. And and I think it speaks to, you know, John's maturity over the last few years and humility that when people start questioning his decisions and, and criticizing him, he says, he says, look, I understand. You know, I need to make changes. We all need to make changes. We're all evolving. Um, but this is a guy, this is the only guy in the history of the NFL who won a Super Bowl with a team as a quarterback and then as a general manager. And he has every right to say, you guys don't know what you're talking about. I know what I'm doing. But he's open to change, and I, and I think that's a pretty cool thing about John. Last question, Robert. Uh, in in your circle of life here, you I don't know how long you've been in the business, but has social media made your job easier or harder? I think it goes both ways, but I'll lean towards easier. Um, we know the athletes way better than we ever did. And we learn more about them um, through the different avenues, you know, through things like Twitter and Instagram and the things that they write um, for, you know, for sites like the Players Tribune and, and for sites like SI. Um, I have really enjoyed getting story ideas and inspiration from social media and interacting with other reporters specifically and fans and understanding what fans want to know. Uh, on the other hand, it makes the job harder because the players have more outlets to express themselves, so they feel like traditional media is nowhere near as important as it was, you know, 15 years ago. So I think it goes both ways. Do you feel like the players, coaches control the narrative now because they have social media accounts and it's harder to send their, when they can send the message? Why are we necessary anymore? Right. Yeah, that's part of it, and and I think that most players in the league. Um, have now become more selective in terms of the reporters that they'll open up to. So you don't see the big emotional media scrum press conference. I mean, the best quotes are always from individual reporters sitting down one-on-one with players, um, whereas you don't have the viral press conference highlight as much anymore. Um, So I I think there's good and there's bad with that. I mean, I will never begrudge a player for saying, "I I don't trust this reporter. And I'm not going to uh, deal with them in, in a way that, uh, that you know, that's forthright. Well, Robert, thanks for the time. Thanks for the article. You tackle a subject that a lot of us, frankly, uh, unwilling to do. And uh, that's why we need guys like you doing it. It's healthy for all of us. So appreciate your time. Appreciate the read. Thanks for having me on. Take care. Robert Klemko from SI.com. Thoughts? Uh, interesting. And, 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 you know, for the for the most part, I am with 
uh, Robert on this? Because what do I rail about on this show all the time, right? The Dove Valley mm-hmm. Minions. Everybody just goes down there. They get their talking points from the team, and they all just regurgitate them without sure. any, any thought. And he wasn't doing that. He was willing to ask the question that the Ravens didn't want asked, mm-hmm. just like I praised Nikki Javala when we had her on last week because she was willing to write the Beth Bolin article that nobody in the Broncos organization wanted her to write. I, I think that's admirable. I do think, though, and, and I don't know where he should have done it differently, so I, I, uh, this is maybe an unfair criticism. I do think there's a time and place, and let me use a local example. And I said it at the time, so I don't think this is unfair. I don't think it was appropriate for Lindsey H. Jones to ask Peyton Manning about his accusations at Tennessee during his retirement press conference. I don't think that's the time or the place. When is the time and place, then? How, how does that question You covered him for four years. Okay, what if, and, and I'm not trying to tell you you're right or wrong, what if she was instructed by her bosses to ask that question? I think her bosses wanted her and yeah. their newspaper to grandstand. And and that's where uh you and I are at odds a lot because you refer to them as a minions and they have duties. I think some of these responsibilities that they play out uh are the product of And that's probably true. That's probably true. And I'm I'm blanking HW you might remember there's the reporter, I think it's Sally Jenkins. Right for Washington Post, mm-hmm. and I think she was working on the big piece, and I think Lindsay or USA Today or whatever it was um, must have been USA Today because that's who Lindsay writes for, and she was in town, so she was asking the question. So she might have just been doing yeah. the on the uh, boots on the ground reporting for another reporter. I just didn't think that was an appropriate yeah. time or place. And I guess my question would be, well, have you asked about the VJ situation? Because why was where's the goose? Where's the gander yeah. here? It's a tough one, man. I mean. How many times in this business when you get a radio subject on the air that was prearranged and something crazy happened and they say, their people say to you, yeah, he'll do the interview but doesn't want to talk about so-and-so? What do you do? I think you take the 60 minutes approach and say, that's not how we do things. Can't tell you how many times we say, well, we just don't do the, we won't do the interview then. Yeah. We, what everybody we We'll look foolish if we don't ask the question everybody wants us to ask. Akib Tlaib last year after his situation with Michael yeah. Crabtree, the following week came on the show. What if he had said, I'm not talking about the chains? What if he had said to you, the PD, I'm not talking about the chains? Then, then, I, think, then I think we should skip this week. Exactly. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. It's 930. Here's what's in play on Altitude 950. Bellarama Festival returns for its second year in the Rhino Art District of Denver with three days of music, cycling festivities, and craft brews from the neighborhood. August 17th through the 19th. Western Welcome Week is back the 10th through the 19th in downtown Littleton, celebrating community for 90 years. Enjoy 10 days with over 40 events, including parades, arts and crafts, and live entertainment. Get more info now at Altitude950.com. I love my job. If you want to do what I do, listen up. The Colorado Media School will teach you all aspects of radio and television. Call the Colorado Media School at 303-937-7070. There I was, pushing up off of the floor and I kept hearing a crack, crack, crack in my elbow. Shooting baskets, crack, crack, crack in my elbow. My elbow was in pain and I needed help and I turned to my friends at the Center for Spine and Orthopedics. It's your boy Ryan Harris, champion of Super Bowl 50, here to tell you about my fantastic experience with the Center for Spine and Orthopedics. You can have your outpatient appointments, surgery, lab, x-rays, and even MRIs right there. I didn't have time to walk around and find three different MRI places, wait six months to get this pain out of my elbow. No, I needed help right away, and Center for Spine and Orthopedics helped me right away. They have internationally renowned spine surgeons, foot, ankle, and wound care, as well as veterans in pain management with nearly 30 years of experience 
helping patients manage their daily pain. Go with the best and go with the Center for Spine and Orthopedics. Give them a call at 303-287-2800. That's 303-287-2800. Or visit them online at centerforspineandortho.com. Get power to spare with a Honda generator, and you'll never be left in the dark again. Honda puts clean, economical, portable power when and where it's needed most, when you least expect it. Honda generators all have easy-starting, dependable Honda engines to keep the power going. Get turned on to a Honda generator at Broadway Total Power in Englewood and enjoy for home or play. Visit BroadwayTotalPower.com. The road to success is paved with your new career at Brandon Sand and Gravel. Since 1906, they're one of the most respected concrete and construction companies. And Brandon is hiring right now. They need Class A and B CDL drivers and operators and laborers. They need you. Brandon offers competitive wages, a full benefits package, including matching 401K. Become a part of the Brandon team. Apply today at Brandon1.com. That's B-R-A-N-N-A-N, the number one, dot com. John Elway here. Nothing's better than being at home, especially a new one. The people of Colorado agree, and they trust American Financing for their new home loans. It's an amazing time to buy, and home prices are on the rise. Getting pre-qualified today gives you real buying power. Sellers want to know that you're for real, and being pre-qualified by American Financing gives them that assurance. And that's the key to winning in a seller's market. What makes me a fan? They have only salary-based mortgage consultants and don't believe in pressure. Pressure is fine on the field, but not for your home loan. American Financing has no upfront fees and will customize a loan program to fit your financial goals. The Better Business Bureau has given them an A rating. If you're in the market for a new home loan or a refinance, call American Financing today at 303-695-7000 or visit their website at AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Training Camp 2018, Altitude 950, is on the case. This training camp update brought to you by Honda Power Sports. The Broncos have the day off today. Quarterback Case Keenum likes what he sees so far, but is very much looking forward to seeing how this team performs in the first preseason game on Saturday. You know, you're trying to you know know what the situation is and and, and make the right decisions based on the situation. But uh, you know, a lot of that's it's still just practice and it's still set up situations. It's not you know real live uh, you know real live bullets flying. So um, I think. Uh, We'll get into a lot more of that in the preseason games. This Broncos 2018 training camp update is powered by Honda. Get your brand new Honda EU 2200 portable generator at your local Honda power equipment dealer. The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show. Reading uh, Nate Kreckman's reaction to that uh, Marquette King interview, Nate and Ryan, every afternoon here on Altitude 950, makes a great point. Said what basically I said all morning, quoting Nate Kreckman on Twitter. This is the first time I've ever quoted Nate Kreckman on Twitter. Our job as interviewers is to get something out of our subjects. Training camp interview with the new Broncos, ultimately a get-to-know-you exercise. Scott and Julie do a great job of meeting King on his level and getting him to open up even if it's only a little. You're not going to get everything on the first interview. No. You're not going to find out how the sausage is made. Again, a lot of what we do is foreplay. Yeah, this is the first date. How it works. So Marquette did 10 minutes with us. He did 90 seconds with the other guys because the other guys 
were just in his face. Tell us about football. And yeah. Scott and Julie were like, we don't have to talk about football. We can talk about wine. We can talk about Denver. And if somebody gives you a bad interview and you say that was disrespectful, are you, is this a joke? Well, disrespectful. I, I'm with you. That That is, is taking it. I went in high school? A little too far and too personal. No, if you'd have come on and he'd have cursed you out. Then, or, yes. Then you say, hey, how dare you? Yeah, that's that would be disrespectful. If he just wasn't into it, he didn't like the questions, he didn't have a lot to say. Mm, sometimes sometimes you just have a bad day. Hey, brother, I did an entire half-hour show one night, 10 years ago. I don't know when. Remember Quentin Griffin? Yeah. He came on uh, on our show. Running half back hour. out of Oklahoma. Do you remember how quiet? Remember how quiet he was? Super quiet. Do you remember how he had nothing to say but, like, one-word responses? Yeah. Quiet? Yeah. I interviewed him for a half an hour on a live show. He said nothing. I said everything. I wasn't disrespected. Well, give, give us an example. How did uh, it, it was, go? It, it was bad. But but here's here's a little bit of differentiation, I think, in the two examples, though, Vic. That was just Quentin's personality. It's who he was. Right? We just heard Marquette King can be a very engaging guy. On his terms. So he chose not to in that interview. On his terms. Which is totally his prerogative. I, I don't have an issue with it. Yeah. Uh, here's how this thing, in my opinion, should have gone. You recorded an interview. It was a crappy interview. Don't play it. Don't play it. And everybody moves on. So it, to me, what's interesting about it is it begs the question, why did you play it? I think it's to make a guy look bad. I think it's to so you can get up there and, and talk about how you were disrespected and all these kind of things. It becomes about them versus, hey, we really want to put this on here because it's great content. And I think that's the part that rubbed Marquette King the wrong way. And I don't, I think he's kind of got a point. Mm-hmm. I don't disagree. Now, the other, so the, the, both sides are but, wrong. But, here. but I, I, listen, if it came down to so and I will defend my media colleagues to no end. I'm with Because we're there just to do a job. But when that job crosses the line of, well, we're, we're putting on a show, that's when I say, hold on a second. We're there because of them. That's where the line is. We're there because of them. Remember that. Two-way street. We're there because of them. They, they, you know what? They're there because of us. You know though. what? Hold you on. can play that game all day. They can have practice tomorrow. None of us will be there, and they'll still have practice tomorrow. Very much true. But let me let me put it to this way though: if, they, if that happened for a year straight, are they still as powerful a league, and everybody's making as much money if nobody shows up to cover them for a year? Here's a great great question here from Austin. Not to diss on you guys, but um, that interview you did, you probably knew that King was in that situation and he wanted to talk about stuff other than football. Our interview took place a day before their interview, correct? Several days before. Two days before. Yeah. 48 hours. So before. come on. It's not about who does. I, and, and nothing. Listen, man. Great people over there. The best of what they do, in my opinion. That's why they're there. But I'm here to tell you the truth. We're not that important as a whole. Not as important as you think we are. Look, Marquette King could have also just gone a little more with the flow and been of course. a little bit more you open, a little bit more engaging. You don't attack a guy on it. It's stupid. It's, you know what? It's immature. It is. You don't go to his level. You don't do that. I mean, I've been, I've been yelled at before. You don't do that. The reaction just kept going and going and going. I didn't like when Trevor Price pulled me aside in the locker room and told me he was going to beat me up. That wasn't fun. You got into it with uh, the the lineman, <laughs> Evan Mathis. Yes, yes, I did. Now he crossed the line on Twitter. He did. He he showed a photo of your house. Yeah, that was a, that was crossing line. 
And my point to the Broncos about that was, uh, if I had posted a photo of the front of Evan Mathis's house, would NFL security be calling me? I think yes. So it's got to be a two-way street. He crossed the line. How dare you? <laughs> Time I don't for... want to know why Trevor Price starting to kick my butt. I thought it was hilarious. Trevor's, the point I made earlier today, Trevor Price is much like Marquette King. Never even liked football. He played it because it got him a paycheck. He told me I made him look fat on the cover of the game day program. <laughs> and he had a point. It's time for damn millennials. Why are you so negative? I can sense your hostilities, and right now I am not feeling very safe. Those damn millennials. Spent the weekend with a lot of old people. And, and now I'm beginning <laughs> to appreciate millennials now. I went to one of those... uh Trying to sell my car, right? So I went to one of them uh, car cruiser shows. Yeah, it looked like you were parked at a Sonic. It was in true? Golden, uh, on South Golden Road. And so what they do on Saturday nights, they they cruise these old muscle cars, these vintage cars, right? God, it's like a bingo parlor. Old people left and right just appreciating the old days. Talking about how good it was. Exactly. That's fine. Te- teach his own. You know, do what you want to do. Just a different crowd. Put it that way. Made me appreciate the millennials. I had uh, I had some friends over. Uh, she was doing the uh, Iron Man yeah. on Saturday in Boulder. Which, by the way, how nuts are these people? Right, that you do the swim and then you do the fifty some mile bike ride and then you do the thirteen uh, mile. And level. she did a half, and it's crazy. Yeah. So, tip of the cap to her. Uh, but they were telling me about their daughter's school. They don't do A, B, C, D, F for grades. It's uh, above expectations. At expectations, what would you think would be the next one? Below expectations. No, because that's a little too negative, Vic. It's still pursuing expectations. <laughs> Damn millennials. <laughs> I mean, are we kidding? Really? Still pursuing expectations. Really? No, you failed. You flunked. Here's your F. That's what it should be. They're afraid to face adversity. Still pursuing expectations. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I was watching Kristen and Jay's show last night, and let's just say I'm appalled by people my age on that show. I know they're hamming it up for the cameras, right? But these women who work at Kristen's store are the neediest, most ridiculous women I have ever seen in my life. Kristen goes out of town, they start jacking around, Jay shows up and gets them in line. I was, I was score one for Jay Cutler last night, those damn millennials. Just jacking you, you, you around, the boss is Jay's gone. playing all of us, right? You, you realize he comes off the way he does on this show, the carefree, I don't care attitude. He's done it for years. You, you understand that since he was in Denver, he's been playing all of us this entire time. Yeah. Oh, he doesn't care. Jay's just, it's, it's not who he is. You understand that you don't get to that level acting like that in reality. That's an act. Jay's a sharp guy. He's smart, dude. He's a smart dude. He knows exactly what he's doing. Another guy who, uh, Got a little bit of unfair treatment from the uh, media here, and part of it was because he was usually the smartest guy in the room too. When he was quarterback here, it was Brian Greasy. I saw that firsthand. Hey, I love the um, you got me on that Freakonomics thing. Great podcast, the Freakonomics thing, and yep. they actually employ this in in football. They don't like players with too high a Wonderlick scores because they become problem players, and they don't like players too low a Wonderlick because they can't teach them anything. Mm-hmm. There's a certain Threshold. There's there. a sweet spot. Yeah, there's a sweet spot in the Wonderlick. And it, and, and when you apply that to sports, th- there's proof out there that the smarter you are, the
the more you choke in a pressure situation. Why? You're overthinking it. Exactly. You're overanalyzing it. If you had one criticism of Peyton Manning during his career, that would be it. Very much so. He would, he was guilty of overthinking things at times. Well, and, and I think sometimes he took it too far. Do you remember the one area I criticized? Remember the day that the crowd got into it and was lambasting Philip Rivers? Do you remember that day? And then, and then he got all mad and started yeah. yelling at the scoreboard operator. Yeah. Come on. You don't Calm yell, down. you don't yell at your fans and these, you don't do that during the game. You know what though? He knew it and he, he apologized for it later. Both publicly yeah. and privately. By the way, uh, Kristen said Jay read an article in GQ and that their relations are the best they've ever been. Right. That's the update. <laughs> from uh, last night my, my damn millennials <laughs> is actually a, uh, a thumbs up. And, and I'm not even sure if this guy's, this guy qualifies as a millennial. How old is Kyle Shanahan and what is the, uh, parameter for millennials? Kyle Shanahan's got to be mid to late thirties. I was just, I was just eight. Oh, God, he's too old. Yeah, way too old. Ah, uh, this doesn't work. I will play it anyway. Did you hear Kyle Shanahan break down offense, defense? Did you hear him break this down? Yeah, and it made me long for that kind of explanation at the podium in Denver. He sounds brilliant. Yeah. Just listen to a little bit of this as we go to break. This is Kyle Shanahan talking to San Francisco media about the expectations he has from players, both receivers and defensive backs. Listen to this. Coach, that's what you told me to do. Well, yeah, I, I drew it on paper versus cover three, and you. That's what you. It's a nice way of trying to tell a player, don't be a robot. Um, you know, coach, that's what you told me to do. Well, yeah, I, I drew it on paper versus cover three, and you got cover two. Like it's not the exact same. You, you gotta now, you gotta do this. Sometimes you gotta overcome coaching. I, I apologize for not covering. Calling it versus the right coverage, um, but when you don't, um, now you got to overcome my mistake or that I'm not as good as you. So please help us out. It's just a nicer way to me of saying, "Hey, don't be a robot and try to be a football player." And that's huge. I mean, that's what guys do. I mean, man coverage. It's you have certain routes and certain depths because I mean, you better get to 10 yards and break to like a 20 yard depth on the hash to get over certain zoning linebackers and that's what it's drawn for on paper what happens when you what happens when you get bump coverage there's no underneath linebackers and the guy's jamming the heck out of you um well there's a timing element you better not get all the way to 10 and then break to 20 we're going to get sacked uh, it's taking a lot longer break that off sooner you have to know the timing of when we're trying to get rid of the ball and now it isn't an issue there are no zoning linebackers um so that's not a problem but then you go do that versus zone the next play and you're running under linebackers instead of over the top of them so things change and you it's you have to be able to, in order to play in the NFL, you can't be a robot. You, See, I love that, and I love the initial comment you made. Great players, they know how to overcome bad coaching. Great coaches know how to make mediocre players into great players. It works both ways. Uh, it also speaks to uh, how we need to be careful how we analyze what we're watching on a practice field. Very much so. You got the Vic Lombardi Show final segment coming up. If you thought all sports bars were the same, well, then you haven't been to the neighborhood Hilltop Tap House in Parker. The Hilltop is the only bar in Parker with the Pac-12 network on dozens of TVs, so no matter where you sit, you can catch all the action. And on Sundays, the Tap House has all the pro games. Yeah, enjoy a pregame breakfast with their incredible Ultimate Bloody Mary Bar. Ghost peppers and bacon, anyone? The Hilltop in Parker. Off of Parker Road in Hilltop, if the lot's full in the front, you can always park in the back. But come park it for football all season long at the Hilltop in Parker. Hey, car lovers, Jack Farland from Farland Classic Restoration here. Have you heard of a Pro Tour car? 
A Pro Tour car is the melding of a classic like a 69 Camaro with a totally clean-burning modern engine with new suspension and electronics. The result is an eco-friendly, fast, fun, and reliable car. Let us help you build your dream car. Find out more at FarlandCars.com. That's FarlandCars.com. There are lots of causes for people to be in debt, whether it's illness or divorce or failed business or even just overestimating what you can repay. But the one thing that they all have in common is that you deserve a second chance. Mike and I do nothing but help people get out of debt at Wink and Wink. My husband and I are both in our 70s and we're raising two grandsons. We found ourselves at the end of our financial rope. We had used all our savings, credit cards were up and we were living strictly on our social security income. One day while driving, I heard an ad for Wink and Wink Law Firm and they sounded as though they could help us. I called and made an appointment. We met with Mike Wink and immediately we both knew that we had made the right decision. At Wink and Wink, we give our clients our cell phone number and we work hard to get back to all of our clients timely so that they're as comfortable as they can be when they go through a process that we know is not very comfortable. Call 888-NOW-WINK or winkandwink.com. Ace Radon wants to help you and your family with every breath you take with our indoor air quality services. Indoor air pollution is the number one environmental risk to our health. Indoor air is three to five times more polluted than outdoor air. Hi, I'm Jeff Gord, the owner of Ace Radon. Studies show your indoor air quality is worse today than ever, but it's easy to test and affordable to fix. You need to test for radon. Fix it if you have it and filter the air you breathe. Give your immune system a break and protect it from the radiation from radon and indoor air pollutants that cause allergies, asthma, COPD, and other lung problems. Better air for better health. Race to AceRadon.com. Improve the likelihood of a longer and healthier life. Tell us you heard Jeff on the radio for fantastic discounts and flexible payment plans. Start breathing in clean indoor air. Race to AceRadon.com. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Yeah, I thought about it, but I think with, uh, you know, with John, he was right at 100 pitches and you know they were getting to the top of the order, and uh, or you know right in the meat of their order. And I thought that uh, you know John you know emptied the tank in the eighth inning. Uh, that's the answer, Bud Black. Why he did not go with John Gray to complete that game yesterday when it looked like he had it going. Uh, John Gray got better as the game wore on and gave way to Adam Adovino to pitch the ninth with a three-one run lead and. You know what happened next. We uh, we talked about it a couple times last week because I thought Bud Black left the starter in uh, too long. Uh, I've determined my new rule mm-hmm. for the starter. It's when you think they're done, if they have the lead and they're pitching well, it's not like a 9-5 game. Like they're yeah. pitching well. Tyler Anderson last week, John Gray yesterday. You let them go out to pitch the start of the next inning. They give up one base runner. You're done. They're out. Yeah. That's it. Well, you, you I, let, I, I let him load him up yeah. twice last last week. And listen, man, they know more about these guys than we will ever know. Clearly, they live there. They 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 breathe it every day. But the way he was pitching leading up to that, I mean, he looked strong. Yeah, that, that, I didn't he understand. Strong. He, let, he emptied the tank in the eighth, and oh, they were top of the order, the meat of the order. I don't think Bud knew what he was talking about. 
I think he was trying to come up with an excuse. You wonder though if the manager, part of him wants to give it to the bullpen and say, you need to atone for yourself. We need to get the confidence back. So let's, let's do it. Well, when with the 4-1 lead, it's like, okay, here's an easy save opportunity. Let's go get one. I mean, it, th- I think that was part of it. Let's get a save. Let's prove we can let's, get out of a game. some momentum here. It couldn't yeah. be easier than 4-1. That's an actual save opportunity, but it's an easy one. Uh, and it nearly backfired. All right, Manchester and HW, who is your Rockies closer moving forward? If they play the Pittsburgh Pirates tonight and they lead 2-1 going to the ninth, who is closing the deal? I think you got to give Adam Ottavino another chance. He did get the save yesterday, in my opinion. Tom Murphy uh, let the ball get past him, would have ended the game. Ottavino got the three outs. Murphy just couldn't do his part. I'd give it back to Wade Davis. Me too. Wade Davis has proven uh, that he can do that job. Now, he struggled the last couple times out. Admittedly, he's had what six blown saves on the year. I think yeah. is the number ha- hasn't been great in that department. But ERAs, he's, he's shown me he can do the job. Adam Adovino yesterday in his first opportunity to be a closer really is like that's your role. It's not just because somebody's hurt. We're promoting you. I thought he fell flat on his face. What a but what is your leash for Davis? I mean, dude, what if he goes and blows the game to the Pirates? Here's tonight? the way. Then I, is he officially done? Here's like, how, how many I look more does at he have to blow before you guys are willing you to You gotta just, have a better option. Here's how I look at it. Because their options are limited in the pen, because everyone's faced adversity now and everyone has issues. The entire pen, right? Even out of even the great out of Eno, who we is probably the best of all, even the great Adam out of Eno had an issue yesterday. Because they all have issues. Did he? You he are going up a solo right. shot and then was a victim of bad luck. You might as well live and die on the guy you brought in. It's yours to win. How'd that work out with Greg Holland last year? I'm just, but, how'd that work out with Greg Holland? Options. How'd that work out with Houston they got, Street? They got By the, the way, playoffs. Wade Davis gave up uh, work out in the playoffs. less hits in the ninth inning against the Brewers when he blew his save than Adovino did yesterday. Yeah, but look at Vic's Twitter. You can't have the walks. I mean, Understand. They, Wade had the walks. The, the, and big, that killed him. the big problem with Wade Davis, and you, you brought up Greg Holland, he's turned into Greg Holland in terms of nibbling. Nibbling. Don't, just and throw it in. constantly yeah. behind in the count. Yeah. Now, Greg Davis has, or Greg Davis, Wade Davis has better stuff in terms of at least he can bring yeah. some heat. Like, Greg Holland had to fool you, and if it was a 2-1 count or 3-1 count, he was SOL. Yeah. Wade Davis at least can yeah. well, know, the try pitch, and blow the, one past you. The pitch you. to the Thames on, on Friday night. Mm. That was devastating. He, he just threw two curveballs, and the dude had no chance, right? He just flailed. Yeah. yeah. Just throw him. Just throw another one. Throw three more. In the throw dirt. 20 more. Keep throwing curveballs. The guy couldn't touch the curveball. But hey, you know, again, hindsight's great. So what about your boy O? Where's he, where's he factoring? Seventh inning guy? Might be still? the best fielding yes. pitcher in the history of the game. <laughs> Saved the game with that catch. He rolls his ankle. He leans back to his left. Like it was a great play. Dude, that's a hard play when you it's think really about hard it. Play. You're running to the bag. Yeah. You have to touch the bag before the batter and catch a ball that's thrown behind you. Yeah. As you're running to the bag. And if he misses that ball, it's a tie game because it goes into the into the dugout. Also, Greg Holland's a free agent, Vic. Do you do you go down that road? Stop it, Kyle Freeland and the Joe Nationals Musgrave tonight. In? Pirates in town a for a three game set. Uh, Marty, tell us what we did wrong. Marty monitors the mistakes. Oh, sorry, that's not right. In today's fact checker. Presented by Ken's Auto Service. For all your auto repairs and vehicle maintenance needs. Ken's Auto Service. A full-service preventative maintenance and auto repair center in Aurora. More info at kensautoserviceinc.com. Alright, uh, I don't have a, a lot today, so I'm just going to play back all 34 minutes of Ray Lewis yelling at us during his uh, Hall of Fame speech, so get prepared for that. Uh, he uh, he got into it. He would seem sweating. Holy moly, look like a comic. He just kept pounding his fist, like every point he was making was very intense. 
I will start with Will playing TMZ reporter and trying to cram words down Vic's throat. Let's hear. I don't. Well, who's the best shortstop in Rockies history? If you had to answer that today on August 6th. Can we, can we watch a couple more years of story before I make that assessment? Oh, so you're saying Tula. <laughs> that was quite the cross-examination there, counselor. Can I get you on the record as Tulo? <laughs> Damn, force-feeding me. Fake news. Uh, next we have Vic just uh, kind of getting down on himself. Really didn't like to hear you <laughs> saying that you're not important. Sounds kind of sad. Let's hear. We're not that important. We're not as important as we think we are. Why, why are we necessary anymore? I mean, that's just sad. You know, I'd like... <laughs> What I'd like to do now is, Vic, if you could just repeat after Stuart Smiley is played by Al Franken from Saturday Night Live. Could you do that? Let's let's hear it. Oh, I still live by those words. Okay, Jesse Rowe. We, we are not that important. All I have to do is be the best I can be. Because I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, and doggone it, people like me. Just want you to look in the mirror and repeat that back to yourself. Oh, Always hated that Stuart Smiley character. Oh, that was a Oh, classic. I hated it so much. The one with Jordan is hilarious. The one with Barkley was pretty funny though. Stuart was great. All right, that's all I got. Thank you, that's it. You didn't have Will and I trading stat jabs and uh, No, Will said that Greg Holland's a free agent, but he was just signed by the Nationals, so that was a mistake. But... Is he officially a Washington National? He is. Okay. I can't believe you would suggest bringing back Greg Holland. Yeah. Aren't we that desperate? After what we witnessed yesterday? No, Wade Davis has been better than Greg Holland was last year. He has been. Hey, so I'm going to the Rockies Clubhouse today, trying to find a story for Let's Talk Sports. And the show airs on Thursday, right? So I can't, like, do a story on what they did over the weekend. What should I look for? Should I poke and prod with Arenado a little bit about how he feels about the team? Is if he's, if he's mm. set, if he's happy? Yeah, I don't know. That was kind of a leading up to the trade deadline type of a topic. Um, Where do I go? How do can what we do play? Do? Uh, how do you differentiate these two catchers? How do I make myself important? How is Tom Murphy different from Tony Walter? Why don't you go give Jake McGee some tips? <laughs> that would be good. It's his birthday. It's his birthday. Yeah. That would be funny. What if you brought Jake McGee like a a a cupcake or something and said, you know, I know a lot of people are down mm-hmm. on you, but I just wanted to wish you a happy Could birthday. Could you take him a gas can shaped? God, you guys are relentless. Hey, uh, page great. 4B of the Denver Post Sports. We'll leave you with this before we get to our fired up finale. Um, Mike Sosha, uh, who did we? I had no idea. Mike Sosha listens to the show. Yeah, I saw Mike I saw Sosha, this. big fan of Altitude 950. Uh, Angels manager Mike Sosha reached deep into his vocabulary to describe a report saying he'll step down after the season. Sosha said, quote, poppycock. <laughs> a term used to mean nonsense. Yeah. Where did he get that term? What did they What did they explain though they, in that sentence? It's something. How did they describe the term? Like an old timey term? Or? Uh, let's see here. Uh, it doesn't say that in this no. article. Wow, we have a different yeah. version. Apparently so. Using oh no, it says using a dated term a dated for term. nonsense. <laughs> what do you do in your top ten list on tomorrow, Victor? Tomorrow top ten list will be. Ten things on the verge of extinction. Ooh, that will be good. Ten things on the verge of extinction. Uh, Scotty's in the room. I want to chat with him very quickly. First, our fired up finale. This is the fired up finale. Here's what's got us fired up today. It's seriously. I mean, dirty laundry's dirty for a reason. Chill out. Yeah. So you it, don't like the fact this became so public? It it it, it, it ticks me off. Well, here's the other. We're thing. not that important. Let me we're ask just, you. We're this. We have our jobs because of them. Just remember that. We do what we do because of them. 
Uh, and them are, have arrived. Hastings and Brownman, who uh, had a great interview with Marquette King last week. We played the entire interview. We played it in its entirety, guys. And I learned a lot that he's a big fan of bourbon and wine. He's, he wants to do bourbon with us someday. Great. He, he, he did ask, does this snow in Denver? <laughs> <laughs> I've looked at it for a second. Now, here's what I learned today, and we'll talk a little bit about it on our show. He actually talked to Jesse and Jen, who went and got him over there. He said, you know, I don't like to talk about football. Yeah. Now, they didn't necessarily relay it to us, you know, yeah. and so we kind of start off in that interview a little football, but you kind of got to read an interview. Yeah. You said a while ago, doing a 30-minute with a yes or no guy, you better learn how to read that interview Damn or you're, right. you're sunk. An interview, and I don't have to say this to you, you're a pro, an interview is only as good as the questions you ask. Thank you very much. And real fast, great point by you. What's that? If it was so bad, why'd you play it? Not uh, once, but twice. I don't understand that. Well, you know I why? do. Yeah, you do. You, you know they, exactly they want, why. They want us on other stations talking about well, it. You know exactly why. Well, This is the danger, guys, and this is why we talk all sports here. When you get that embedded and reliant on one team, one subject matter, this is what you get. Never forget that. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. Nice job! Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. This is the home of the Colorado Rapids. Coming up on Saturday night, the Rapids are at Dick Sportage Park to take on the San Jose Earthquakes. Kickoffs at 7 o'clock with Connor Kate on the call. Training Camp 2018, Altitude 950 is on the case. This training camp update brought to you by Honda Power Sports. The Broncos have the day off today. Quarterback Case Keenum likes what he sees so far, but is very much looking forward to seeing how this team performs in the first preseason game on Saturday. You know, you're trying to, you know, know what the situation is and, and, and make the right decisions based on the situation. But, uh, you know, a lot of that's, it's still just practice and it's still set up situations. It's not, you know, real live, uh, you know, real live bullets flying. So, um, I think, uh, we'll get into a lot more of that in the preseason games. This Broncos 2018 training camp update is powered by Honda. Get your brand new Honda EU 2200 portable generator at your local Honda Power Equipment dealer. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Colorado Rapids, the Denver Nuggets, and the Colorado Avalanche, Denver's all-sports station, Altitude 950. Yeah, baby! A lot of football! Live from Training Camp 2018, Altitude 950 is on the case. Presented by Honda 